Hello, fellow homebrewers. JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brew Built X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brew Built Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full two inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brew Built line of options and add ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brew Built X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brew Built Conicals. You can trust Brew Built with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brew Built at morebeer.com. my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Take some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. Pacheco, California, land of the free, home of the drunk, home of the drunken people. I love that new intro. It's good, isn't it? It's much better than your crappy old, like, I'm fake excited oh. one. Oh. Ouch. That's, wow. the one that, that's the one that made us famous, you know. Whatever. Bebo's oh. all ready to go, man. <laughs> She's primed for drunk of the week this week. Yeah, I think uh, that bra that bra she has on is put, pushing her boobs up, and her blood is draining from her head. <laughs> yeah, I love the boob push. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Can I get a different seat? I don't need to sit across from JP. JP's gonna be staring at Bevo's boobs right. all show long. <laughs> yeah, my. I actually that was like a conscious thought. Like I was at dinner earlier, and I was like, man. JP's going to love this. <laughs> well, my video yeah. feed is down in the showers. So. Do me a favor and turn this way every now and then. During the show, you know? <laughs> Reach over and touch this button. Uh, can over you here. move that monitor a little bit? <laughs> is that in your way, Doc? Yeah. Oh, I, I was like, sure. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. We got a great one planned for you today. Uh, People have been waiting for this one for years. We've got Dan Carey from New Glarus Brewing on the program with us today. Yeah. So we're going to get a lot of good information today, I do think, and uh, I'm excited about that. It's going to be a good interview. He's coming on about 5.30, so we got to get through things quick so uh, that we can get right to it, especially because uh, you know, he's on that Midwest time, right? What is that, two hours ahead of us or something in Wisconsin? Yeah. So try to get him in here and get through the business and, and let him out early. We'll do all of that. You said business. Yeah. <laughs> it's been never. Thank you. Uh, okay, so Bevo 
going for drunk of the week today. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And she started our. It's because you uh, you have Martin Luther the King Day off. I do. Yeah. So you figure you're just gonna. I cut started loose. earlier. I started like three hours ago. Started what? Right after church. Pretty much. It was like 1 o'clock. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, our other friend is in the studio, Terrence the Black. Um, Woo! The only, hi, Terrence the Only black. black guy we know besides our listener, Token. And this poor guy, you don't even have uh, Martin Luther the King Day off. No. Hang on, let me tell you that. You don't. <laughs> no, I don't. That's my people, and I... Uh to go to work. I mean, if sense. there's like, if there's one good reason to be black, it's to get Martin Luther the King Day off. I thought that's how it worked. I was excited. Came out, I was like, oh yeah. Who do you off, work right? for that they don't give you that day off? Uh, Richmond Wholesale Nazis, something like that. Yeah, I, I don't see. know. It's, it's pretty much crap, actually. I'm thinking about calling in sick. Might have to. <laughs> I have to call in black. Yeah, call in call black. black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't come into work today. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> National holiday for me. Okay, and if they well, say no, I, just, I hope you feel better. <laughs> just throw down the race card. You'd be like, are you telling me, a you black just, man, you can that just I like have to work to for him. you? Yeah, you're yeah, black. Yeah. We can't tell. It's bull, bull crap. Oh. Can I say crap? Or can I? You yeah. can say whatever you want, dude. Oh, oh. Yeah. You can say bullshit if you want. Uh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's all sorry. happy now. All right. Well, so Terrence the Black hanging out with us a little bit. We'll celebrate Martin Luther King Day with you tonight here for the hour or so that you're with us. Power of the people. Are we supposed to do anything <laughs> special? Um, no, not really. I don't know. Just gonna hang out. Drink malt liquor, something like that. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Do you have any? Smoke crack. Whatever. Whatever right. you got. We could do that. <laughs> You know what? I, I had a um, I some chicken. Yeah, I had a uh, Moonlight Brewing Company malt liquor the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, it was on tap at a bar I went to in San Francisco. I forget what they call it, but it's a malt liquor, and uh, it wasn't bad. It was good. Yeah, it was pretty. It didn't, it didn't really taste like malt liquor. I don't know because it wasn't in a forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I didn't drink it out of a paper that, bag. Yeah, the clear glass in that paper bag really. Uh, I should have got that in the yeah. studio for us to celebrate Martin Luther King. Bob wants you to know that it's not Martin Luther the King, it's Martin Luther King Day. Oh, no, no, no. It's Martin <laughs> Luther, Luther the King. King. The yeah, King. I know. No, I Bob has no idea. I know. Terrence, it's, it's the King. Thank you. He is the King. Yeah. That's straight from yeah. a black man, Bob. Yeah, if you're down yeah. if you're down with the King, it is always Martin Luther the King Day. That's right. I yeah. agree. So, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, this is was no that was no slip up of, of uh <laughs> of a description. That's, <laughs> and Bob shouldn't be uh uh correcting anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's short jerk. All right, so a lot of things to get to, and excited not only to talk to Dan Carey from New Glarus a little bit later on, but excited to see how Bevo does as uh, Drunk of the Week. I think I'm going to do awesome. Yeah, you got some big shoes to fill. Um, I mean, maybe we can have you yuking on the air this week. Who knows? Oh, no. How <laughs> great would that be? Tasty's in the studio, and guess what? He's going to be christening our new studio no. uh, tap, which is the <laughs> urinal. <laughs> Doc made a urinal tap for us. Two shakes, man. Uh, Take the liquid out of the urinal. Don't put liquid in there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, we figure what we'll do is our guest beers, uh, when we have brewers come in and they bring kegs, we'll yeah. always go on tap on the urinal. I think it'll be kind of a, like a, a funny slap in the face. You know, like, ah, thanks for bringing beer. Go ahead and hook it up to the yeah. toilet. Bring yeah. your piss water. Put it over there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Tasty's beer will be the first, uh, ever poured through the urinal tonight. So, you should feel honored, I think, Tasty, oh, that, uh, your Chris yeah, yeah. all right. So <laughs> he'll be hanging out, uh, witnessing lots of uh, landmark events happening tonight. Can I just say, uh, uh, Tasty's here and, and Tasty McShat is not here. Yes, yeah, Shat's, I, that's part of my announcements too. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I, thank you for yeah. reminding me. Well, Shat hey, is uh, gone this week. He'll be back late tonight. He went to a wedding back in Baston. I'm just, I'm proud of McDole for just showing up. Have you been lonely all week, Tasty, without uh, without your little chat in town? <laughs> I haven't thought about it once, really. <laughs> oh, that's well, not nice. He drunk down me last night. He did? 
Schumann was down in L.A. He drunk dialed me the other night. What's with these dudes drunk dialing dudes? You know? It's they got weird. nobody else to drunk dial? It's kind of weird. I can't wait for our chat to be back next week, too, because um, there is a new chapter in the crazy bitch story. <gasps> they're happening. Uh, they're back on a regular basis. Are you gonna Are you gonna tell this week, or are you gonna tell? No, I'll wait week? for Shep because I gotta know some things about what happened so I can figure out the whole story. All right, but uh, it was interesting. Regular intervals. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's happening regularly now. All right, a uh, couple of announcements I gotta make, and one thing I gotta talk to you on a serious note for a second about donations and the donation page and that sort of thing. Uh, I was going through some numbers this week and uh, talking a little bit to Jamil because I can't do math and, and he helps me with those sorts of things. <laughs> um, but we did discover a couple of things and, and with me looking through uh, what those of you who are contributing um, are actually contributing, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So I've set up that donation page on our site and people had asked me to do it for a long time so that they can be recurring donations. And you've heard me announcing this on the programs over the last couple months, so I don't need to describe all of it. You just go to the page and you can sign up and forget about it. And a good number of you are are so generous and have been very cool. And you can sign up for everything from like $2 all the way up to $100 a month if you know you got nothing else to do with your money. Um, or you robbed a bank. Yeah, or you, or you won the lottery, whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of you have really been just fantastic uh, and, and been very generous. And I can't thank you enough, and it's really helped over the last couple of months. But I do want to say this. I think that, uh, in fact, I know that there's a whole heaping ton of you um, that are not donating. And... It's kind of okay that that's the case. I just, I want you to think about a couple of things. Those of you who are now donating and being very generous, especially, I mean, some of you have signed up for 50 and 20 and $10 a month. Um, those people are, are paying essentially for the rest of you. So, uh, they're really keeping the show going and, and everybody else who gets the show for free, and it is a free show, uh, you owe them uh, a bit of thanks because they're really the ones that are keeping things moving right now. And those are the people who are paying for everybody else who, who doesn't want to donate. And I also want to say this. The, I think maybe some of you are kind of like me and you look at the, the, the minimum donation, you look at the $2 thing and you go, well, you know, $2 isn't really going to help, so I'm not going to sign up. I can't afford more than that and, and forget about it. I'm not going to sign up. But if every one of you, if everybody listening signed up for $2 a month, which is less than 50 cents a show, if you think about it, if you count um, the Jameel show and the Sunday show, and then I guess if you even count the other show. No, no, count the Jameel show twice. Count that one twice. That's a good idea. Three times, and then this one once. Plus, um, uh, there could be other shows coming. Um, You never know. We're always up to new things around here. The Bevo throw-up show? Yeah. Yeah. You're really looking at less than 50 cents a download. That's less than a song off iTunes. Um, it's, it's less than a gallon of gasoline. It's less than a loaf of of bread. Uh, it's really not very much, but I'll tell you what, if, if every one of you signed up for just the $2 thing, you have no idea what this program could be capable of in 2008. We have the potential this year to really kind of break out and be, uh, I mean, grow and turn into something even better. You know, uh, 2007 was great for the BN. 2008 could be off the hook, if I'm allowed to use that word, Terrence the Black. <laughs> heasy, I think, is what it is. It's right? off the heasy. Thank you. Easy. Okay. Easy. So, 2008 could <laughs> right? really just be off the heasy. <laughs> Did I if, just get uh, street cred from a black guy? You might have, yes. Uh, Appreciate it, man. So, 
I, I just want you to think of it that way. Don't look at the $2 and say, well, what's $2? I'm not going to donate. Uh, you really should do it because if every one of you out there did it, man, would we blow up this year. And I could really uh, bring you a lot of new things from the BN. We could do a lot more festivals. We could broadcast from different places around the country. Like the private plane. Uh, like, the, like the private plane. Yeah. You you would be surprised at what we could do with $2 a month from each and every one of you. It, I would wear sluttier outfits if they were bought for me. Whoa! Here we go. Here's my that. wallet. Well, I've got a plenty of donations. Uh, yeah. You'll get plenty of donations. Definitely a, a uniform for allowance for people. All right, I'll tell you, I will make the promise that if each and every one of you signs up for $2 a month, we will give Bevo a healthy uniform allowance. And uh, <laughs> Healthy. And not only that, that will encourage guests to come into the studio more often. True. I mean, anybody who it's thought, true. well... Everybody wins. Yeah. Except me. It's a win-win situation. Well, Sam wins too. Like he, Sam gets, he, you know, you get to keep all these nice outfits. Yeah, so. I think Sam stopped playing to win a couple of years ago. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this really could yeah. save Sam and Bevo's marriage if you think about it. A couple of years from now, you already need spicing up. Once you know. So I just I, I I just want you to think about it and and I'm asking you personally I I think that I have said before you know I'd I'd like you guys to do this and and it's there for you if you can now I'm asking you directly I'm asking you guys to sign up for for two bucks a month because um I really think we could do a lot more around here and 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 make this show uh, even better the whole network even better make every show that we do uh so don't sign be, up don't be embarrassed that you can only. Hunker down for two, two two bucks. Not at all. That's my budget, yeah. and I'm not embarrassed. No, I I'd kick uh, Jay in the face for two bucks. Like <laughs> I I like two dollars. Yeah. You know, and it was kind of uh, it's funny you mentioned that the stuff we could do because uh, I remember when we were planning the uh, GABF shows. Yeah. Oh, we should do this. Yeah, but it caught. We can't do can't it. Afford it. Yeah, we can't afford it. Can't do this. Can't do that. And it's oh, we should do this show or something on this. And there's just no money. There's no budget. It always holds us back. Yeah. And and you know we do have a lot of good ideas. Everybody, just so you know that. <laughs> <laughs> they have you know? uh, yeah. So uh, it's just the needs funding. Some thought does go into the show. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of this whole community that we've built, and I get, you know, I get a lot of thanks, and I get a lot of emails saying, you know, thanks for the community and the camaraderie and all of that. Well, if you guys stand together as a community and you sign up, then you're taking care of each other. You're not just taking care of the BN and keeping this program alive, because a lot of those guys out there right now, they are donating, and they're donating for the rest of you. So if you if you don't do it because you like the show, if you if you don't want to donate because you think I'm a douche, that's all fine and good. Do it for the other listeners and do the other for, programs. Do it for Doc. And, uh, do yeah. it for Doc's foot. You know, <laughs> it'll help his foot heal. So that's all. All right, I'm not going to do donations. this yeah. on a regular basis. Rub but, a couple uh, bucks on it, but I'm doing it now, and I'm asking you to sign up for two bucks a month because it'll help us a lot. All right. The other thing I want you to do is, if you're not an AHA member, I want you to I want you to be a member. I want you to join the American Homebrewers Association, and you can do that through our store. You can sign up for a membership. This has uh, benefits up the wazoo for yourselves, for us, uh, for the for the American Homebrewers Association, for everybody. If they donate more, can they have more of? The other show? Uh, that's the hundred bucks a month one. Yeah. If they sign up for a hundred bucks a month, yeah, that one you then have it's to. more other show. Yeah, that I can't guarantee because see, that's kind of it's a counterbalance. As I'm trying to elevate the BN, if I were to give you, <laughs> if I were to give you more of that other show, it would uh, it would offset the improvements we're making. If there was another okay. show. Yeah. Okay. If, so. if if it existed. Yeah, if it existed. Um, however, enough people sign up for that lunch meat donation option, that $100 re- a month. Look at that that ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then uh sure, I'll think about giving you more of it. Fine. And we might even do more dark meat then. Yeah. Which uh, now we're doing uh, every now and then we're doing lunch meat on Friday evening stock and that's dark meat. Oh. And uh, uh Look at that, Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> 
the dark meat's the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, we won't be airing any of it tomorrow because it's Martin Luther King Day. So right. All programming's that up. That king. In fact, we might have dead air all day tomorrow in silence for the king. Why? Because he's dead? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Too soon. Too yeah. soon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Already. Jeez. All, your, all that street cred you earned is gone. Now. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> All right, so I want you to go and sign up for the AHA also, and you can do that through our store. Um, it's the same price as doing it anywhere else. It's 38 bucks. You get Zamergy Magazine. You get all the other benefits, and uh, I'd like you to do that. Uh, if not for yourself, do it for us. And then, of course, you guys have been great lately. You've been buying shirts and hoodies, and that's all still available in the store. And hats are supposed to be here uh, first week of February, oh, right around nice. there. And the hats are kick-ass tomorrow. Perfect hats. Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show Whatever. ideas. Go to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. Don't send them to me. Send them to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. He takes care of all of that now. And you can also get to JP if you want to. JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. All of that other show news team stuff, that should go to JP. JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. And then you can send your general feedback, which I have a ton of today i got to get through, uh, to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. And... Uh, yeah, I think that about covers everything, eh, Doc? Yeah, I think so. I'm back in um, Mrs. Doc's good graces. Really? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, she invited me for dinner the other night. Whoa! So apparently she's uh, done a little turnaround, and I'm back in her good graces again. Yep. Have you? Uh, when last time you went over there, did you had you showered recently? I do. I think I had cleaned That's, myself. I think that what it day, is. as a matter of fact, women can smell that kind of. A and thing. she probably realized it's not your fault that Doc's kind of a retard. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. Uh, I just think maybe I love you, Doc. She, but. <laughs> you know, she believes that you know you're a retard by as much as the people you hang around with. Yeah. <laughs> Now she let me hang out with the kids. She wasn't afraid that I was, oh, that, wow. I was that I was talking to the children. <laughs> I think I better warn her. And uh, and she invited me to stay for dinner. Yeah, when I told her uh. Justin's coming over, she she didn't make that face. <laughs> <laughs> like she just ate a bad sunflower yeah. seed or something. She just chewed on some aluminum foil. Yeah. Yeah. And all that bathing and charm is paying off. Too. You have no idea how many times in my life I've seen that face <laughs> <laughs> from the Hey, mom, it's me, Justin. <laughs> uh, from the significant others in people's lives, there is a standard face I've been. Getting it my whole life. But uh, anyway, I'm on the up and up right now. We'll see how that goes. Good job. Yep. <laughs> I was I was happy about that. Yeah, I was amazed myself. <laughs> and she was looking <laughs> fine looking. that night, too. Even if she was a little under the weather, she was still looking fine. Yeah, I had a house full of sick people all week. Yeah. Kids and wife, everybody. That's mm-hmm. never good. I was I was a little germaphobic, I have to say. Doc, I, I didn't tell him until he was over. Yeah. I have a question from the chat room. Are you drinking tonight? No. Um, when the new Glarus comes around, I'm going to try a couple little tasters, but no, I'm still... Sticking to your Powerade or whatever yeah. that is? <laughs> Powerade and, uh, what is it, Oxy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I have good. too much beer, I will be asleep. And <laughs> this will be Doc's uh, contribution <laughs> to the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's out again. Yeah, and then uh, there go your uh, your there goes your good standing with Mrs. Doc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If, if Doc comes home, just that easy to lose. Now yeah. we're gonna get sedated. We're gonna try to stay on the good track for a while. We're gonna get Doc uh, home early tonight. We're gonna oh. get him home sober. All right. Gotta, uh, we're brewing all day tomorrow. Yeah, we're brewing tomorrow. So we'll, I yeah. could be out of the graces by tomorrow yeah. easily. So um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I was happy about that. All right, let's do some feedback. Oh my God! You've got mail. Kick ass. Techno version. Yeah. <laughs> got a little, got a little it's like it'd be there. Extra there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was 
wasn't sure if I just missed it every time or if that was always there. That was a little computer glitch, I think. All right, I do have a ton of feedback that came through this week. Here, uh, let me just get right into it. Justin, I just picked up from a podcast that you might be having the last Sunday in January as a no-show day. Just to let you know, that's a long weekend in Australia, and Monday is a public holiday. So there's a possibility that a lot of the Aussies might have been taking advantage of that fact to tune in live for a change. Uh, I know that, um, I, he says, I'll be brewing that day with the intent to have a few mates around to listen in and call in if we get the chance. So hoping you might change your mind. I know you don't respond well to threats, but I swear, if you don't have a show that weekend, I won't be tuning into it. And that's from Michael in Australia. <laughs> See, Michael, that weekend is the uh, NHL All-Star Game. So, you know, we have our priorities right here, but... Well, I will say this. There is kind of a problem with taking days off this month. Um, we've got this whole, we've got this three weekend deal. All right. You got Super Bowl Sunday, which is notoriously a difficult show day for us, not because we care so much about the Super Bowl, but because everybody else does. So it's tough to get a guest in and people aren't really paying attention. They're out watching the game. We've done shows on Super Bowl Sunday. I kind of want to take it off. Here's the other problem. Sammy's bachelor party is the following weekend in Tahoe. And so I could potentially make it back for the program that Sunday, but it's going to be a rough, dude. It's going to shape you in. So I'm really thinking that I want to take that Sunday off. I don't want to take two weeks in a row off, so I don't have an answer for you right now. I'm just talking out loud about uh, all of this. uh, That's okay to do. That I don't know what to do um, about the days off because... I think we might have to see if I take Super Bowl Sunday off, then it's going to be two weeks in a row off. Because I'm thinking I'm definitely taking Bachelor Party Day uh, off. I think you should. You well, guys won't uh, even be back. I mean, really, will you be back in time? We'll still be drunk. I could. I mean, I've done it before. Yeah, I've gone well, up there like Friday, Saturday, and gotten back for Showtime on Sunday. But how much did that suck? It sucked real bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it helps if you don't have a real job to go to on Mondays. You know. Yeah, it does help. How about a uh, pregame show uh, Super Bowl? Like an early oh, show. Yeah. To a daytime show? Yeah. It ends and the Super Bowl starts. Oh, that's not a bad idea. And then we could even yeah. come in at halftime and do another 30. <laughs> Although I'd love to watch Petty at the halftime show. That's kind of the only thing I care about the Super Bowl this year. I want to see Tom Petty. As long as he doesn't have you know, a costume malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy you don't want to see. Yeah. Yeah. his nipples. Yeah, his no, you don't. Ho- his hog falls out or something. <laughs> I bet he's got a sack to his knees. Alright, wow. so. My mind didn't even go there. That's exactly <laughs> Stay tuned to the website, Ozzy's. I'll see what I can do for you about doing the last show. Um, I don't know. Aren't you off that week anyway, Doc? Yeah, I'll be gone. So that Doc's definitely gone. gone. Alright, we'll figure it out. Alright, here we go. Uh, listening to some recent broadcasts on my iPod Shuffle and loving it. Good homebrew info. Good breakdown of Doc's Brew Day. Breakdown. Uh, and Justin keeps talking about the upcoming announcement. And you take a break before the big announcement. I, of course, fast forward through the break and all of a sudden another podcast, which I have on my shuffle, starts up. Thinks it's a mistake, backs up, but no. Uh, it turns out he spends ten minutes fast forwarding back through the show to figure out what he missed and it just keeps starting over again because I cut the show into two parts. <laughs> so he's all angry and crying about it. Says, you asshats need to give some warning when the show is going to end and another is going to start. Insert a brief announcement or something. All that just for a crazy bitch announcement. 
Which, by the way, do not belittle that announcement. Yeah. It was a, it was a sighting. Well, yeah. God, I'm all excited where he's racing around on his iPod for 20 minutes. Yeah, and it, it, it ticked him off. It got him involved enough, happy or sad. I to, say mission to accomplished. In. So yeah, yeah, f that guy. Well, he wants a recount for douche of the year. <laughs> why is he? Why did, did is he going to win or something? Or what? <laughs> well, and I got a couple other uh, angry emails about this. Here's the problem: I don't know until after the show that I'm going to cut it into two parts. Things happen uh, in real time around here, and then as I'm editing it later, I go, "All right, I want everybody to be able to listen to this portion, and I don't want them to have to listen to this next portion." Right. And a caller, our drunk, one of our drunk of the week callers, calls in, and he's like, "F the every other word is the f bomb." I just thought, you know, not that I care, but it's not great radio. It's a little inappropriate if someone's listening in their brewery. You know, so the pros turn this stuff on in their house, in their brew houses, you know, and all of a sudden someone says F this, F that, F, 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 everything. Well, I mean, even just beyond that, it, it gets old after a while, you know, just because you can say it doesn't mean you have to, you know, yeah. fucking glorify it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I can't really announce in the show, you know, that this is a two-parter. Right. But let me tell you something. I mean, clue you guys into something. Every show has a written description. I write it myself so I know that it's there. <laughs> and every time we've split a show into two, I've said on it, this is part one of a two-part episode. And I know it takes all of like eight seconds of your lives to read that description when your uh, when your when your iTunes downloads it. But you know what? Stop being such a pussy and complaining about things, and just read the description of the show. Like, if, what does it take you to? Okay, I better download part two. Yeah, shouldn't it say part one in the title? It does. It says it right every. It's listed everywhere. But the you, thing is, everyone wants to like go about this blindly and just... I know what they do, and it's fine. They plug in their iPod, then they pick it up in the morning before they go to work, and they go, and they expect things to be there. I'm just saying, if you took like the three seconds to turn on your monitor and you read the thing, you'd, you'd have known. All right? You have to take into consideration who you're dealing with here, though. <laughs> but I don't think Bevo likes you guys very much. <laughs> oh, man. I do. I like you guys very much. I just get angry when I drink. Yeah, you're going to be angry drink drunk in a week. As she chugs Let's the see half if we can come out the other side. Yeah. All right, here's a little Bevo feedback. Oh, dear. Dude, could you please frame Bevo's fiance for smuggling something <laughs> illegal and lock her up in the BN studio forever? <laughs> no. She, no. Not me, no. No. She is, by all means, the perfect woman. <laughs> yes. Oh. Not only because she's freaking beautiful, Whoa. loves IPA, leaves drunken love text messages... <laughs> But mainly, uh, she's perfect because of this incident. I've been catching up on the old sessions and wanted to point out that someone pointed out Bevo's first on-air burp during the Clipper City uh, interview. So that was a few shows back. Um, He says, bravo. (laughs) But what everyone failed to notice and mention was that the disgusting belch was performed like the timing was perfect. It was right after the brew guy who studied theater. His (laughs) quote was, drama is easy. Fi- uh, finesse is tough. <laughs> and right after he says finesse is tough, Bevo goes, bah! <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, man. After that, I realized Bevo is a rare kind, a true gem, and all of you tards should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. Ashamed that you could not win her heart before that other schmuck did. Whatever his name is. Steve, Bart, Bub, whatever. <laughs> No, wow! Everybody hates Sam. Yeah. I like that, but it's because Sam's a total Sam douche. I totally hate him. You don't have to know Sam to know he's a douche. Yeah. The, you know what? It's weird. They hate him, but they idolize him because who else? Like 
really, who would propose with a squirrel? Yeah, who could and pull that yeah. stuff who off? Pull that squirrel? off? Yeah. It's like he's their hero, but they hate him. Yeah. Uh, he says, I also enjoyed hearing about JP's horrified cats. Keep it up. Um, keep, <laughs> keep it up, guys. And by guys, I mean Doc and Tasty. The oh. rest of you guys are just leeching off these guys for good beer, right? Uh, I would, and that's from Matt. <coughs> so that was a good one. Hey, Matt, go play in traffic. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's another guy. Uh, says he never listened to music anymore. He's just got our, our podcast on his iPod. Um, he says, I owe you tons of thanks for helping me become a better brewer, especially Doc and Jamil. Thanks to you guys, I'm making yeast starters, oxygenating my worts, pitching proper yeast cell counts at proper temps, entering my beers into competitions, and each batch is better than the one before, and more importantly, I'm continuing to evolve and improve as a brewer. Also want to thank Doc for walking us through his brew day. I picked up some tips that aided my preparation and made my most recent brew day uh, the most relaxing ever. Nice. Yeah. He says, not only was it a, a smooth ride, but I'm expecting this batch of California Common to be the best beer in my two years of brewing. And we can count on samples, he says. Um, and he likes the new intro, by the way. He says, nice work on the new intro, too. I'm slugging my way through the archives. Ah, the Daniela era. After discovering your show uh, last November and decided to jump ahead and listen to something fresh and was stoked to hear the revamped intro and uh, his expectations for an equally engaging show were also met. Keep up the work. That's from Brian in Tampa. So uh, kudos to you, Doc. Nice. Uh, here's another angry one. I know all you Americans love yourself, but how about some content from north of your border? There are some damn good Canadian breweries out there. How about some Canadian craft breweries, eh? And that's from uh, Igloo Brewery. Uh, why do you got to start w- with an insult? Yeah. Why do you got to... Uh, well, you Americans love your... That's like... Yeah, whatever. Oh, come on. <laughs> It's a jerk. I mean... Of course, he didn't name any of them. The problem is, since I love myself as an American, I don't like hearing bad things before you ask me for stuff. You would have done better to say, Oh, hail America and Justin. And then I'll get get anybody you want. Honestly, it has nothing to do with being American. Like, I... Just love yourself. Just, just love I yourself. Just, I just what, are you going to get all hippie I, on I us? No, I just love... You've gone from hate to hippie? <laughs> no, I just... I'm like a spirit child, man. No, no, that's not there what are I'm no talking borders, about. It has nothing to do with being love. American. Oh. You just love yourself. Oh, right. <laughs> I see. I just love myself. And Canada sucks. <laughs> yeah, let's face it. It's America's hat. I mean, it's nobody, America's hat. <laughs> nobody likes Canada. You know what? Canada... Am I allowed to say this? Canada is America the sequel. Like, (laughs) it's America part two. I think Bevo's getting hate mail next week. Wow. (laughs) I totally am. (laughs) I actually really like Canada. And they do have a booming craft beer scene. I mean, it's Canada. (laughs) (laughs) You're just jealous because they have free health care. Bastards. Um, yeah, you gotta send that stuff to, to Shat, cause he's the one booking guests. So if you want Canadian guests, um, send Shat some people you want to hear on the show and he'll take care of it. And send some names, too, you know? Names uh, of craft brewers. Let's see. All right, here's another guy. He says uh, he loves the show because now he has brew friends. He doesn't have any friends around him, so it's cool to connect with people from around uh, around the beer world. So we got somebody, some friends. Yeah. yeah. He should go get some cats. He says the interview uh, <laughs> with pro brewers and insiders rock, and the fact that you get some of them to say fuck is pretty fun, Whoa. too. Whoa! Uh, so, yeah. That's from Guido Brew. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that's why you don't have any friends. Yeah, I like Guido. Bevo, use your new uh, toy down there, will you? Oh, and by that, I mean... Uh, uh, did you get any batteries with that? Uh, I meant your mute switch, because I can hear you thumping away over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. 
Uh, here's a guy who's pissed off that I always bash Connecticut. Justin, you know talent, asshat wearing nutmeg state hating hack. I've been listening to the Sunday session for less than a year and have been working my way through the archives. Most recently started listening to uh, that other show's archives as well. Yeah, boy. For the most part, I really enjoy the shows, but I have to take issue with you consistently dissing Connecticut. I, like you, was born here, and except for the five and a half years I spent getting my bachelor's degree in Rhode Island, lived here my whole life. Sure, we have some lame blue laws on the books and can't buy booze on Sundays, but big deal. We've learned to stock up on Saturday. We also don't have a whole lot of great microbreweries, but that's why I make my own. There's a few other things that we don't have, including tornadoes, wildfires, earthquakes, floods, killer bees, uh, but I'm not one to brag. Chicken's disease. But he's a world traveler. Yeah. Been all the way to Rhode Island. (laughs) I've been in Connecticut my whole life instead of that one time I was in Rhode Island. I think. I don't really know. I missed a sign, and I just assumed I was in Rhode Island because Connecticut can't be that big. I don't think it was an <laughs> island, though. I didn't see water all the way around. I didn't it. cross no bridges or nothing, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I did see a road. <laughs> uh, he says, just to show that we're not all pussies here in Connecticut, he just tried his hand at a double IPA, 9.4 ABV, wow. 99 IBUs. Uh, blah blah blah. So he wants me to Couldn't stop. Couldn't go to 100. Could, exactly. Yeah, only 99. Just one more. What a jerk. But he says thanks. That's from Sheen. And uh, listen, I'm allowed to make fun of Connecticut as much as I want. It's my home state, so F Connecticut. There you go. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, uh, here's another. Do you want some love, Doc? You want me to read this one? Um, oh, Sheen, I think, is the one that got his nostrils burned. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. That's that dude. Glad to do it, man. <laughs> here's a sappy, nice one for Doc. Sometimes one tends to ignore the greatest things in life because they seem to just always be there. And I think that sucks. Oh, God. Sounds like a card. Yeah, let me, uh, yeah. Hang on, let me get us some good music for. Oh God, sappy music! Yeah, right? really sappy show. Let's see why. No, that's not good. That's it's more of an award. What award is your question? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where was I? Case in point, Doc. He's an extremely cool beer geek, brilliant and good-natured beyond belief. That has decided to hang with the Brewing Network through thick and thin. How in the hell did we get so effing lucky? It's sort of like Bill Gates hanging out with a bunch of data entry clerks. Doc's a fun guy that obviously really enjoys lots of the finer things in life. That he has included the BN Army in his list of those finer things is just plain awesome. I, for one, am really happy that Doc's choice of friends is just a little bit suspect because we retards win big time. I was really worried about Doc after Polgate. Uh, for mere mortals, that could have been the last straw. Having him back in the saddle on the 13th session was a gift from the gods. Wow. This, this guy really loves you, Doc. Put the music back on. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, keep it coming. I like this. I'm pretty sure he's about to swallow. Hang on. Uh, my, <laughs> my ultimate respect goes out to Doc. I'd be honored to clean his mash tun or swab his brew house floor. I look forward to many more years of his selfless dedication. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that just you. sounds dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and that's from uh, Staff Sergeant Chris in the BN Army Southern Support hey, thanks, Division. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> he loves you. Couldn't have been your brother. He wouldn't have said those things. No, he wouldn't have said anything nice like that. Either uh, one of my brothers. Here's a guy who now writes for Beer Magazine who uh, wanted to thank us too, Doc. That's oh. Doc's new favorite mag. Oh, yeah. I like this, with all the skanky chicks in it. Yeah. Well, I gave you my copy. Did you get to read that? Uh, I looked at the pictures, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were words in there? Yeah. <laughs> says, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone at the BN for working your asses off, pouring out great entertainment information. 
Allow me a total mo moment here, but I just have to say you guys are a great inspiration, and the sense of camaraderie you instill in people you've never met is something special. A few months ago, had the opportunity to become the homebrew writer for Beer Magazine, and after listening to your shows for the last few years, I now had an ace in the hole. Being able to hear what other brewers are doing across the country keeps my brewing fresh and interesting. Thanks for helping me combine my two passions in life. And that's uh, Sergeant in the BN Army, Rob. Sterkle in the forum. P.S. Long live the gay prince. Wait a minute. Uh, I was so wa- I, I was wondering who was doing the the writing for the homebrew thing because they do bring it strong. It's not just a beer magazine about commercial stuff. Rob Sterkle. Yeah. Doing so it. why aren't we in them? We are. Yeah. Doc has a quote in. Is it you get? You didn't give me the issue with your quote in it, did you? Yeah, I think that's one. That's this one. Yeah, it's on there. I gotta take. Uh, we're having the guy from the from the beer magazine on the show. Yeah. I, I gotta have a little talk with him. Okay. Because this issue you gave me has beer on the web, a whole beer on the web feature, and uh, we're not included. Yeah, I noticed that. We're in the first uh, issue. We are? Beer on the web, yeah. Oh. So we're in the first one. Oh, all right. Well, I take it back then. All's fine. It's a fantastic magazine. Should be in twice. I don't, I don't think there's a better magazine out there right now. How about yeah, that? Yeah, but we're going to get them on the show and talk about their mag and drink beer and have a good time. Yeah, he's going to come up and, and do the show live, right? Yep. That's all what right. he said I'd like to do. All right, cool. Works for me. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, it is break time, my friends, and when we come back, Dan Carey from New Glarus Brewing Company. So uh, stick with us. It's going to be a great interview. we got a full studio of people, uh, including Terrence the Black, helping us celebrate Martin Luther the King Day. So uh, power to the people. Stick with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Uh, Jamil John Palmer book, Brewing Classic Styles. If you've been waiting to get your autographed copy, that's it. They're out. They're gone. Did you miss your chance for a signed copy of Brewing Classic Styles? Well, this holiday season, the Homebrew Book of the Year meets the Homebrew Book of the Decade. And they're both signed. That's right. Brewing Classic Styles by Jamil Zanishev and John Palmer and How to Brew by John Palmer are available for a very limited time this Christmas in the Brewing Network store. How to Brew is the book for first-time brewers and brewing veterans alike. Brewing Classic Styles is your recipe roadmap to a award-winning beer with specifics on every beer style in the BJCP guidelines. This limited package is now the only way to buy a signed copy of these legendary home-brewing Bibles. Get your package before this offer runs out only at the Brewing Network store, your home-brewing home for the holidays.
that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer Monthly Podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network, saving your life one beer at a time. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Great, great, great show we got going on for you today. And we got to get right to it. We've only got uh, Dan Carey for about an hour, but uh, he is hanging out with us uh, straight from Wisconsin. Is there a, a ghetto way to say the Wisconsin hood, uh, Terrence? No. No? It's There's just, not. Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin. <laughs> Wiskeezy? Wiskeezy. Uh, Dan no. Carey from New Glarus <laughs> Brewing Company is on the air with us. How are you, Dan? Good. How about you? We are doing fantastic and just really happy to have you on the program. So thanks for being well, thank here. Thank you. Uh, of course, you can go to newglarisbrewing.com and look at all the beers that we're going to be talking about tonight with Dan and find out a little more about him yourselves. Uh, you can link to it right off of our homepage if you want, or you can type in newglarisbrewing.com and uh, kind of follow along as, as we're looking through that and talking about the beers. Uh, what time you got over there, Dan? Yeah, it's about seven forty. Okay, so not too bad. You're not. Uh, we've had European guests on before that are on in the middle of the night with us. Those poor jerks. Uh, so Dan, uh, <laughs> we'll try to let you go. We're going to try to get through everything in an hour for Dan. So if you guys have questions at home, get them into me now. Eight 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 four zero one beers. Our phone number. If you want to call in and ask yourself, or you can join Bevo in the chat room and ask your questions there. So let's talk a little brewing history with you first, Dan. How long you been do, uh, doing this shtick? Um, I started brewing when I was in college. That would have been probably 19, uh, about 1980, I would guess. I think that's before Bevo was born. It was. I was born in 1983. And Terrence, the black. He was born in 83, too? No, he I was, was born, born in 81. Uh, oh, whatever. So you've been doing this for a while, Dan. Yeah, I have. Right. I have. And I noticed, I did a little research on you. I'm kind of a stalker when we get guests on here. And, uh, Uh-oh. You used to work for Anheuser-Busch as well. Yeah, I did. I worked in Fort Collins, Colorado for three years. What did you do for those guys? Uh, I was a supervisor uh, in the uh, fermenting cellar and finishing cellar. Okay. Made lots and lots and lots and lots of beer. I bet. Doc wanted to know, let me just tell you who's in the studio so you know who's firing questions at you, too. We've got JP, my co-host, and Tasty's a guest host. He's with us. And then Doc, my other co-host. So we'll all be firing questions. Doc wanted to know uh, which handle, which like uh, lever you had to pull at Budweiser. He didn't think it was real brewing going on over there. <laughs> no, that's, that's you know, I can understand how you would think that. But really, it's uh, brewing no matter what the scale, whether it's five gallons or a 1,000 barrels. 
it's still really an art you know it's still a craft even though you might have machinery to help you it's still a uh, it's still a creative process sure and do you feel that you learned a lot working in a, at a facility of, of that scale yeah uh, a lot of, about the discipline of brewing and quality management of quality um, you know how to keep things in order brewing's uh you know it's a marriage of not only art, but it also has lots of science and technology and engineering. So I learned a lot about that working for Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, I would think that's probably the best thing you get because they are some serious scientists working at AB. So um. Yeah, well, they have, you know, they're good. They're so huge. They have uh, lots of good uh, what are called SOPs or standard operating procedures and how things are done. And you can imagine with such a large... Uh, I think there's a dozen breweries around the country. You really need to have all your ducks in a row. Yeah, absolutely. And you also have a pretty extensive brewing uh, education. Uh, you're a graduate of Siebel, is that right? Uh, yep, yep, and UC Davis. Oh, and Davis. You did, the, did you do the whole program here at UC Davis? Yeah, I had a bachelor's degree. You did, okay. Um, and then I saw also Institute of Brewing and Distilling. Uh, yeah, they have... Well, you know, when I when I graduated from Davis, uh, this was, you know, back in the early 80s, and when you would go around and say that, the Germans would kind of turn their nose up to it, that, well, well you know, we have a certification in Germany. And um, there was nothing like that in the United States, and I can understand a little bit of German, but I, I, I'm not... I could never go to school in Germany. So yeah. the Institute of Brewing and Distilling has a certification basically for the Commonwealth countries. And uh, so it's a fairly rigorous examination process. So I, w- I studied very, very hard and went through all of their sets of exams to become a, a master brewer, certified master brewer, which means, you know, in the Commonwealth countries like, you know, Canada and South Africa and England and Ireland and all of those places, it's a, it's a fairly important um, document. Okay. But, uh, all right. And uh, was all of this prior to your work with Anheuser-Busch? Uh, actually, I, I yes, I, there's it's really two levels of certification. When you graduate from university, you take a first set of exams that used to be called the associate exam, and that, that examination allowed you to go to work in a brewery as sort of a mid-level position. And then after some years of experience, uh, you were able to take their master brewer examination, which was a much more practical and rigorous examination. And I took that when I was at Anheuser-Busch. Okay. I studied independently for that. I see. So did you ever, I mean, it sounds to me that your whole, your entire career plan was, was to be in brewing. Did you ever have anything else going on before brewing? <laughs> no, you know, I was just thinking about that the other day. Yeah. I've been working in the food, I'm, I'm 47 years old, and I went to work in a food plant uh, as a supervisor in a peach cannery in Emeryville, California, when I was 19. In oh, the yeah. Summer. Okay. So, uh, Del Monte. So, I've been working in the food industry for almost 30 years. Wow. All right. And why? See, I sound old, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're definitely not only not the oldest guy in the room, but uh, not the oldest one we've interviewed, so don't feel bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. You uh, are, however, the only one who's ever lived in Emeryville. And uh, for that, oh, no, I didn't. I lived in San Francisco, but I, okay. I used to work in Emeryville. Oh, that's not so which bad. Which is quite an experience in itself. I went to school in Emeryville. You did? Oh, you did. Yeah. I did. What well, did you remember? The Peach Cannery? It's probably gone now. It's a big Del Monte Peach Cannery. I don't know if it's there anymore or not. I don't think so. No. It, oh, Terrence says it's gone. Terrence knows only, Emeryville. <laughs> this is only like maybe like three years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is like a hundred years ago when I was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so when did you end up in Wisconsin? Um, well, actually, I was working for a small brewery. When I graduated from college, I, I wanted to, I was, I was tired of the traffic of San Francisco. I was tired of trying to find a parking space. And yeah. I was tired of traffic jams, so I moved, actually moved to Montana. And that's where I met my wife. And I was working in a brewery, and she was doing the marketing at the brewery. And um, she, we got married, and she was originally from Wisconsin, and she always kept saying that she really wanted to go back home. She really wanted to go back to Wisconsin. So we, uh, when we, when we left Anheuser Busch, she said, you know, let's just move back home and start a brewery. So that's how we ended up here. Oh, very nice. So that was your trade-off. You had to, yeah. go, to you had to go to Wisconsin. But you know, but I said, really like let's it open here. A brewery. I really do. You do. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean to talk about it as a place that you end up. <laughs> I yeah, didn't right. mean to fly over country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have. No, it's, it's, I really like it here. Okay. Nice. Well, uh, you've been there for a while now, and yeah, I got to say, years. the only thing that I have to complain about in Wisconsin is that your beer doesn't leave Wisconsin, my friend. That's uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's uh, we've decided that we really don't want to be a big brewery. We're not really market marketing driven. We're not distributor driven. We just really want to brew the best beer that we can. Yeah. And that we we really understand my wife really understands the Wisconsin market okay. and it's very very easy for us to sell beer here well that's and there's diminishing returns the farther you get from home you know that makes sense that's uh, smart actually yeah well actually i was going to say your anti marketing campaign is great marketing because uh i'm sure you know everybody talks about you everyone talks about new glaris funny. and it's one of those beers that you know people say wow i, I can't wait until someday I get my hands on a bottle of New Glarus. And, oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, I would, I'd be pretty excited about that if I were you. We had a listener, um, he sent us some of your beer. So we've actually got a few to try while you're on the okay. air with us. Um, cool. And, uh, oh yeah, Tacey wants to know what you're drinking. What what am I drinking yeah, right now? Yeah, right now you, was, sh- you should have one. Nothing. I'm I'm standing in my uh, standing in the kitchen. Maybe I should grab a beer. Yeah, you got to. Uh, yeah, we, in there. I'm afraid we Justin, can't continue this interview unless. Uh, Justin, ask him. Hold to on, beer. hold on. I'll grab a beer. <laughs> I, got a, I got a Bach beer in the refrigerator here. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, here's an Ufta Bach. Yeah. Hey, Tasty, you can go ahead and ask questions today. I'll let you. <laughs> I think I, did I ground you last week or something oh, for no. talking too much? No, no. I think, I think. Mike just likes to be unassuming. Justin, what, what's he drinking? Hey, will you tell Dan that I think he's great? <laughs> <laughs> be nice to taste. I love him. Hey, Justin, ask Dan what beer we should drink. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do want to ask you what beer we should drink. We've got uh, four of your, uh, three different ones. We've got Ufta, which is what Tasty wants to open. Isn't that what you're having, Dan? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what we're going to have there. Here. All right, if he's having it, we'll have that. There you go. <laughs> Tasty has decided. That's a pretty big beer. You, if you're going to, you got something lighter, you should start with that because that's. Well, it's too late now. He already open. opened well, it. Well, uh, it'd be oh, fun yeah. to talk about this beer while you're drinking it as well. Yeah, that's Is true. Is it pronounced Ufta? We, we can have a little now and, uh, and more later. And we're uh, we're also trained professionals. I don't know if that so, comes across very much. Okay, so beer. you're okay to do that. Yeah, yeah. we're all right. Yeah, whereas you went to school for brewing, uh, we yeah. brewed while we were in school. Yeah. And, and my palate's already destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you guys want to have, the Ufta, or you want to go on a Yeah, let's go Ufta. He, if he's having that, that's a good idea, Tasty. So, And is that how we pronouncing that right, Dan? Ufta, yeah. Ufta is kind of a Norwegian expletive. Ah, perfect. <laughs> I like your naming kind style. Of a, kind of a Wisconsin joke, I guess. There's a lot of Norwegians around here. Uh, or Americans of Norwegian descent. What is the uh, e- expletive equivalent to or close to? Well, 
Ufto is kind of like uh, when you stub your toe. Ah, okay. You know, or like when you walk outside and it's really, really cold, you say Ufta. Ah, or so if you, you fall down and break your heel, you might say yeah. Ufta, Doc. No. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mother Ufta. Okay. All right, so we're going to try that. Let me get this in front of me here. And uh, while we're tasting this, too, and everyone's kind of going around and doing that, I, I want to uh, give props to your wife, Dan. I was also reading she's kind of – you give her a lot of credit on on the website there that uh, she does everything and you just brew beer. Yeah. You know. Well, she's the smart one. She's the, she's the entrepreneur. I am definitely not an entrepreneur. I'm much much too pessimistic to be a uh, pessimistic to be an entrepreneur. So she's the one that can. I always say that an entrepreneur is one that can see around the corner. You know, everybody thinks that entrepreneurs are take chances, but really they don't. It's because they can see with certainty. Yeah. They uh, successful entrepreneurs. Okay. Well, she's apparently doing a great job. You guys are about to expand to a whole new brewery. Is that right? Yeah, we're, we've built a new brewery and we're actually brewing in it. Uh, hopefully this week we'll start kegging out of it, which is kind of exciting. Okay. It's been a, been a little over two years that we've, since, you know, the, we thought of the idea of building a brewery till now that we're ready to make beer and it's, it's been a monumental task for us. Yeah, our producer Chad was telling us, uh, when he tried to call and get a hold of you, you guys are so busy with it, he was told, you know, I'll give him the message, uh, but Dan will probably not get back to you. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, yeah, you... I heard that they're, they kind of run the, run the, uh, make people run the gauntlet, but we are, I am really, really, really busy because we're a small company and it's a, uh, it's a fairly major project for us. And I'm kind of chief cook and bottle washer, so I get up and I run and then I come home and go to bed. So. Ah, gotcha. Now, I also I got a little information um, that uh, a friend of ours, uh, a man we've had on the show and like very much uh, from Brewery Amagang, Randy Thiel, is going to work for you now. Yes, he is. Huh? February 18th will be his first day. you got to be happy about that. He is a fantastic oh, brewer. Yeah. He's just the perfect fit for our company. He's just he's uh, just so talented and so easygoing and yeah. just perfect. Uh, listeners, if you're running our quality control department, okay. And now, will he be doing some brewing with you as well? Or just, oh yeah, he will. Oh yeah, okay. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of bottle fermented beers, and we've make we're starting to make more and more bottle fermented beers, and and someday I'd like to all of our beers to be bottle fermented. Really, and he's really uh, kind of an expert on that, uh, you know, as well as the whole Belgian tradition, and uh, so I'm sure he's going to help us in many, many ways. Yeah, really good addition. Listeners, If uh, you can go back through our archives and find the Almagang show, and Randy was on. Also, there's a video on the site of Brewery Almagang where he kind of guides us through it. And He's a cool dude. When I read that, I was uh, I was pretty happy for both of you. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. We're real guy. excited. Can you tell me a little, bit, uh, a little bit about Ufta, since that's what we're drinking? Well, Ufta, obviously, it's a Bach beer. It's a dark Bach beer. It's made with mainly uh, uh, Germanic malts, um, it's meant to be, it's, it's about 18, 18 degrees Play-Doh. I don't know what that is in specific gravity. Oh, we can um, figure it out. 1072. Yeah. yeah, 1072, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so it's, uh, it's a very malty and rich beer, um, but we try to not make it too sweet. There's, a, you know, a little bit of hops in the background, but obviously it's a malt-accented beer. Lots of caramel malt, uh, very bready, uh, and hopefully rich, rich beer. Good for winter drinking. Yeah, it is a nice uh, winter drinking beer. It's really balanced, isn't it, guys? This is yeah, a it's, smooth it's beer. It's more on the dry side than you would think. It'd be more on the sweet side, but it's yeah. It's, it's nice you know, we, that's one thing. 
we're trying to, I've been trying to, you know, Wisconsin and the Midwest in general has been known for liking sweeter beers. But obviously, may not obviously, but beers that have more bitterness are much more drinkable. So it's hard with a Bach beer because sometimes they can get so sweet that it's like, you know, it's too too syrupy to drink. So I yeah. kind of keep pushing. I keep pushing pushing the hops just a little bit. And it, it's uh, a little bit hoppier, but it's also uh, not over the top with the, the mouthfeel being too much, too. Yeah, you know, for 1072 beer, it's, right. you know, it's... It, yeah, it's just not it's not thick and cloying like you would think out of a 1072 beer. Right, right. It's a nice one. I think we've got two bottles of this one too, fellas. So we can. This is really good. We can finish it later. You like that, Bevo? Let's drink the next I one. I could just more. be totally drunk right now, but does it have like a chocolate flavor a little bit to anybody else? You're right. No. Yes. <laughs> does it? <laughs> Get out of here. I love that. Yeah, I love look. when I'm right. It's learning already. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you want to tell us where you get that uh, chocolatey flavor, Dan? Well, um, we use um, lots of uh, wiremen. Uh, I mean, this is sort of a technical show, right? So everybody knows Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You can be as yeah, geeky yeah, yeah, as you yeah. want. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, wiremen, dark Munich malt, mm. um, lots of Brees Caramel 20, uh, and some Carafa 2 mm-hmm. special, you know, the dehust malt from uh, wiremen. Yeah. That's nice. That's and a little a bit of uh, wiremen pills malt, too. Yeah. All right, since we're short on time... I want to make sure, I, I want to start it now so that we can really get into it. Uh, sour beers, uh, all the rage right now, and we love them around here. And the first time I ever had your beer was actually at the GABF two years ago. And uh, it really was kind of the talk of the GABF, especially among our listeners. We met a bunch of our crew out there, and they all kind of said, hey, did you go over and get the Belgian Red yet? Have you tried the new Glarus Belgian Red? And between that one and your raspberry tart, People just go uh-huh. crazy for those two beers. I mean, uh, yeah. we could yeah. eat. If I had bottles of that, I would put it on eBay right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people love those two beers. So, can we talk a little bit about uh, uh, how you uh, age these different beers and do you use oak and, and what kind of bugs you're putting in things to get sour? Maybe we can start just with the Belgian Red. Well, um, the the fruit beers are obviously made with a, a sour brown ale base beer, and um, I uh, I can't talk. Too much about them because they're we. I can't tell you that when when we went to to Belgium and uh, I don't know like in in nineteen eighty six and just loved all the lambic beers and I spent a long time trying to figure out how to make something you know that was my own a little bit different than what they do. But um, so I can't really talk too uh, much about the process of making the beer because it's pretty unique. But I can tell you that. It's, uh, we, we don't use any, although we do use Britannomyces in other beers, we don't use it in these beers. I think you probably know that by the taste, but yeah. it's mainly, um, uh, lactobacillus bacteria and a little bit, um, uh, of acetic acid bacteria, but it's, and then of course we use our, our, um, uh, an ale yeast to ferment it. You do, okay. Now yeah. are you, I mean, in, in the Belgian style, they're using local wild yeast. You know, they're opening up the windows and letting kind of the local Belgian things jump in there. Do you do any of that with uh, your wild yeast there in Wisconsin? No, um, there's really not really much wild yeast involved in it, but we do, we do, uh, we've always used, well, not always, for about the last 12 years, we've used um, oak uh, vats, 3,000 gallon oak vats, we, they're old wine, wine vats. 
So uh, they, you know, obviously have a uh, unique microflora in the tanks. Yeah. Uh, and that's where a lot of the, um, the you know, the, the culture comes from. So we just, we have these two 3,000-gallon tanks, and, then, you know, they're, not, they're unlined oak tanks, and that's what we used to make them. Are these for fermenting or for aging? For aging. For aging. Oh, okay. So are you fermenting then in just uh, stainless conical? In stainless steel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you'll age then in we those. we age in oak. That's how most... Most people do it nowadays. Yeah. Now, aside from, um, Doc and I were talking about this a little bit, aside from some of the wild stuff that's in those uh, oak vessels, um, are you pulling oak flavor out of that, too? I mean, you're getting some uh, character that way? Not so much. Not so much. We do, we have, we own some bourbon barrels and some wine and uh, port barrels. So we do make, uh, from time to time, we do make, you know, kind of bourbon barrel or oak, oaky beers, but... These these tanks are oh Used they're up. probably thirty years old. Ah, so okay. no, you're not really getting much oak character at all yeah. from them. Well, I mean, I'm good. sure there's some woodiness, but it's more of a you know what you call maybe a tertiary flavor. Yeah. All right. And then all right. So you say that you have this kind of a sour brown that's your base. And then uh-huh. you're pretty, you're putting fruit into these beers. Uh, this is yeah. something that home brewers are always curious about: the different methods and different times and different places you can put fruit in. Um, and then we also worry about uh, wild things that are on that fruit. So, can you talk yeah. to us about how you prep that fruit and and you know where in the process you you like to use it? Well, I can't talk. I can't speak about our particulars but i can tell you that we do use frozen fruit okay uh you know so when the fruit is frozen of course it's kind of when it thaws it kind of breaks apart but one thing that we have that that what we do uh that you wouldn't see in a uh uh a home brewery is is that we have a uh what's called a flash pasteurizer and so that when the beer is done we can stabilize it with a with a flash pasteurizer and that allows us to um uh, you know, to, to not have problems with whatever's on the fruit. Um, I think that there, of course, is lots of wild yeast on the fruit, and that's always a problem. But, you know, in a home brewery, you could, you know, we've done test brews in bottles where you could pasteurize the bottles after they finish bottle fermenting to stabilize them so they don't continue to change because there are wild yeast. You know, we've had, we've made some apple cider are apple-based beers, and sometimes they can get a little bit phenolic. Oh, okay. So, All right. Uh, one of our listeners had uh, sent in a question for you. Um, if you could give us any pointers about um, making that base beer you have sour, like what what can we do to sour up our beers? Ooh, um, I think that there's, uh, again, we have kind of a proprietary process that we use, but it is a lactobacillus bacteria and the uh, the cultures that come from uh, from Y yeast and White Labs, I think, are good cultures. And it's you know it's just a matter of time. Right. Okay. Are you putting uh, these in the primary vessel, or are you, uh, are you going through with the your ale yeast first, letting that go, and then yeah, and then we do it in the secondary. Okay. In yeah. the oak. Okay. Is Icky still so on the line? It takes a while to brew these beers. Yeah. You know? How long would you say till you get the character that you want out of these beers? Oh, I can't tell you that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so. <laughs> no, how, how long till you? Well, months, months. Like, how long does it take for you to get what you want? Or what? what it is months. It's measured in months. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you? Um, 
Can I ask you why the secrecy? I mean, and I'll say that some brewers uh, definitely do that. Uh, they come on here and say, yeah, you know, these are kind of things that we do and they're proprietary secrets. And others say, well, it doesn't matter what I tell you. You know, people can't reproduce what we do anyway. Every brewery is different. Um, I'm just curious where, where it comes from with you guys. Yeah, that's a good question. I can tell you that most things in the brewing business, pretty much we all do the same, uh-huh. and they're not that odd. Or not, not that, I don't mean that. They're not that uh, unique. Okay. But um, the way that we make our fruit beer is not, you know, I mean, we, I've taken, taken some technology from, uh, from the, from making of wine, from, uh, you know, German technology, Belgian technology, and some things that I stumbled on myself. Okay. Put them all together to make this beer. So it's really unique. And if I, if I told, if I told everybody how to do it, then we'd just have more competition. And I'll tell you, it's already a doggy dog enough out there. Sure, so that's really why because okay. we try to protect something that was, you know, hard hard fought to yeah. figure out. Now, do you ever have uh, you know pro brewer uh, friends or anything come through the brewery and see some of these things you're talking about, and they just go, "Wow, I wish I had figured that out." Um, we get lots of uh, brewers come through the brewery, but. We normally, you know, we don't really talk about the fruit beer. I show them, I show them the, the the room that we make it. I think there might even be pictures on the website. I oh, think okay. Two big oak tanks, but I sh- I show I show people. But normally, when we make the beer, we don't really, you know, because we only brew it when the fruit comes when we get fruit, and so it's not like it's a big seller for us. Oh. So when we brew it, we, you know, we don't normally. You know, have visitors. Okay. It's a big secret. Yeah, you guys. It's like the CIA over there. Fort Knox. (laughs) Yeah, right. I may have to send in a covert team, Dan. Yeah, right. We've got armed guards and stuff, so. Wow, do you really? Machine guns and sandbags. There's a turret on the building. I suppose if we have, if we have a, if we have a crew, you guys have security, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Great. <laughs> All right, I got a caller with a question for you. Let me put him on the line with you. Icky, you there? Hey, what's up? How are you, man? All Icky. right. Doing All right. Good. You got to be nice to Dan. You got a question for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wake uh, up first. Hey, Dan, I'm a big Berliner fan, so I grow a lot of lacto around here. And uh, I was wondering if you could give me any pointers. You know, I've heard a lot of things about apple juice doing well and uh different things you gotta be uh growing up a lot of lacto to make these things what kind of pitching rates are you talking about what kind of temperatures are you talking about to grow the lacto um what type of what type of bacteria are you using just like um, something you get from y well, yeast or like from white labs the uh, delbrecki or um something from y yeast they're uh you know like uh fifty three thirty five i think something like that or uh, well, the, uh, like, the uh, I think Brevias or something like that that you could get in a dry form from the Whole Foods or something like that. Just just grown up any type of lacto. Well, lactobacillus the, the bacteria don't like they don't like high high hopping. Uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the, the cultures are not although they prefer not to grow in an environment with lots of bacteria. They prefer to grow in an environment with not with lots of air. They prefer warm temperatures. Um, they, uh, I think that they do well in combination with uh, non-flocculent yeast. It seems like they do well with, uh, you know, like a coal strain or a Weiss beer strain, something that um, doesn't settle out. I don't know why that is. They're They're like... 
goats and horses. They like to hang out together. And um, so I think those are some of the things that will... Uh, but they're, but bacteria are kind of fussy. You know, sometimes they'll grow, sometimes they don't. So I think a lot of times it's also just a matter a matter of time. Is that good for you, Icky? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, don't worry about I, it. You know, there's just a lot of a lot of ways to grow up lacto, and just you know, just different sources and things like that. I'm wondering if there's other sources that you get it from, you know, off a of grain or. You know, yeah, uh, well, grain are always a good source of uh, lactobacillus, uh, and uh, if you can, you know, if you grow, uh, if you if you make, uh, you can also. I think I've read about Charlie Papazian has done like sour sour mashes, and th- those are, uh, you know, if you keep your mash at say 120 degrees, you can produce lots of lactic acid. Although you have to be careful, you don't produce too much because then your mash gets stuck or your yeast die from the presence of too much bacteria. Is that the so trick that of is, kind of leaving uh, it overnight at 120? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I have that, a couple yeah. of batches right now. I did. I made a wort last night, and I I split it into two batches, kegged it up, did one batch, pitched a couple of vials of lacto uh, bacillus from White Labs into that one, and then put a, like a pound of grain in the other, put them both in like the big ice chest, you know, with bubble wrap all uh-huh. around them. So sure. So they've been holding steady, you know, at you know, 195 or so, you know, um, all night. So I guess maybe I'll boil them up tomorrow and see how sour they get. Now, how long, when did you, when did you inoculate them? How, how long were uh, they? Last night. I made the work last night, so I haven't tried them out tonight. I figured I'd let them go, you know, 24, 36, 48 hours or so before I boiled them up. Yeah, you know, you all you can do is really, unless you're titrating it, all you can do is go by taste. And, yeah. you, you know, it's kind of like a logarithmic thing. There'll be nothing, nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden, boom, they take uh-huh. off. And you, you have to be really careful. Because is there a way it, to measure that acidity? Like take, you know, like some pH papers and try to be more analytic about it? Uh, yeah, pH pH paper is not a bad way, but... but uh, but uh, acidity is not the same uh, as uh, as pH. But uh, you can figure. Um, oh boy, we don't really measure word pH. Word pH is a little bit tough because it depends on how buffered your your word is. It's better if you could get like a, a, a kit from a wine supply store. They have uh, kits for titrating acidity, and uh, if you could get a, a kit for titrating. You know, drop-wise for lactic acid, that would be the best way. Okay. And uh, I can tell you that once you get above about a half a percent, if you're doing it that way, you know, in before you ferment it, I would try to stay below about a half a percent acidity as lactic acid, or else you're uh, going to have problems. The yeast, you know, lactic acid's a preservative, so the yeast will have a hard time finishing. But you can't you can't tell by pH. Um, but you know, I don't really know what because we don't. You know, we don't acidify the mash or do it like that, but I can tell you that a finished beer is usually around 3.6 pH. Okay. Um, I don't know what that would be as work, but, you know, if you, I'm sure you could get a little inexpensive acidity test kit because um, that's very important in winemaking, balancing your acidity. Good question, but if you're, if you, what you, what you If you're doing it that way, it should taste, have a nice, pleasing, light sourness. If it's really... Tart like lemonade, 
that's probably closer to 1% acidity, and the yeast are probably going to have a hard time fermenting. So just go by taste. So I should just go down, pull off a couple of uh, draws, you know, in the evening when it's sour, boil it. Yeah. Or the other thing you could do is, uh, you know, you, you can make uh, wort unsoured and blend it back. You know, let it go all the way sour. And usually, you know, uh, wort, I think, will sour to about, depending on the gravity, about 1% to 1.5% acidity. So then you dilute it back one or two times to get it back oh, down okay. about a half a percent acidity. That's, that's good. That's good, uh, good info. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate sure. uh, your time. Thanks, Icky. My pleasure. All right. All right, brother. Peace. Later. Bye-bye. Icky's a good dude. Those are good questions, yeah. huh? Yeah. Maybe we'll just yeah. let, who would have thought that Icky would have had good questions? Yeah, uh, not me. Maybe we got to let uh, Icky finish the interview. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, That's I do have more questions from the chat that uh, came through for you, Dan. Um, here's one about the brewery with the new brewery. They want to know if you guys are going to change the tour um, uh, specifically to have guided tours. This person is asking. Um, we used to have guided tours uh, when we first opened. But um, I don't think we will. We may have guided tours. I'm, I'm not 100% certain what's going to happen, but the brewery is set up for self-guided tours, the new brewery, where you can walk through the whole brewery and, and see the whole process from brew house to packaging. And the reason we – actually, my wife used to, give, uh, she used to give tours every Saturday, like five of them, so, um, you know, uh, uh, all year round. Okay. So you can imagine that you give the same tour every day, well, every Saturday yeah. for years, <laughs> and then there's you know there's usually there's a tour with fifty people, and then there's a tour with two people, and then there's a tour with a screaming kid who's throwing a tantrum. And Stupid kid! You know, after years of doing that, we decided we would do the, um, and we didn't want to have the uh, you know like the, the you know twenty year old college student saying that you could stack the boxes and one on top of each other to the moon and back, and we make so many gallons of beer a day, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, so we want to avoid that, and that's Prefab. how we came up with a kind of an automated tour, I guess. JP, like museum, no. I think the self-guided tour is our way to infiltrate and uh, uh, figure yeah, right. out some of these secrets, you know? Call yeah, the A-team. Right. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll put on a disguise like one of those those funny glasses mustaches. with the funny nose. Yeah, <laughs> slip know. away from yeah. the tour. We'll, we'll put on a disguise. We'll look like uh, normal, educated. Um, you know, good-looking people. You'll never recognize us. You know, I. Oh, think you guys aren't normal, good-looking, educated people. No, no, that's why we're in radio, Dan. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> not. Notice how we didn't send you our picture so you can know pretty. who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, except for you're Bebo. pretty, but the, but the guys aren't. The guys yeah. aren't pretty. Pretty much it. Dan. Well, pretty, but not normal or. Educated. Actually, if you look at the picture of, uh, if you p- look at the picture of Dan on the site, and you look at the pictures of Doc with his mustache, uh-huh. we might be able to pass Doc off as Dan and, and Dan, send how, him in. How tall are you? He has a much nicer voice than I do, though. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But, you know, I did go to college in the 80s, too. <laughs> yeah, so right up the same boat there. All right, uh, Tasty, what's this new beer that we're drinking? Uh, we're drinking uh, Totally Naked. Want to tell us about this beer, Dan? Yeah, but the beer. Let's let's talk about the beer, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that's a summer beer. We make, that, we make that in the summertime. So you guys probably got... If you look on the neck of the bottle, they'll tell you... Right on the shoulder, they'll tell you there'll be... There's an inkjet... It'll show you the date of when that beer was bottled. You see the that Julian on Julian date, you know what I mean by that? Two, three, four, seven. Two, three, two, four, seven. Three, four, seven. So, yeah. 234th day of the seventh year. Okay. 
8, 16, so September. Right. It's tasting pretty good. Yeah, September, there's nothing October, wrong with November, it. November, December, January. The pasteurization's so like working. five months old. It's five months old. Okay. Um, this, is, this is a funny story that you guys are drinking this beer. I'll tell you, um, there's, there's, I have like two, two diametrically opposing groups of people. I have the people on one hand who, who tell me that you, when they talk about microbrewed beers, I mean, anything is just way, like, like our spotted cow beer, they call it a dark beer. When they want to have a dark beer, they'll drink our, you know, like the, the Bud Light drinkers. Yeah. Like when I first came to New Glarus to start the brewery, I went to a bar and they said, so you're going to build a brewery, what's your beer going to taste like? Is it going to taste like Miller or Pabst <laughs> or Bud or Coors? Yeah, so, there's a difference. <laughs> so, so, so I have, you know, those kind of people and they, and they genuinely want to drink our beer and they just love us and they want to support us, but, you know, they just, it's just too much. So I've got those kind of people. Then I've got the other people on the other end who are saying, oh, you know, uh, uh, they, they only, I call them the beer Nazis. They'll, they won't <laughs> drink anything unless it's got 80 BUs of Cascade hops in it. Yeah. And um, so uh, I wanted to brew a beer that was equal in quality and uh, character, say, you know, a mass-produced American-style beer. And that's really a hard thing to do, hence the name Totally Naked. Okay. So it's a fun beer. And, and, and although my favorite types of beers are sour brown ales and more esoteric types of beers, I really like sour beers. I really like bitter beers. I really like bitter pilsners. But I, I also really like a fresh, long neck bottle of Coors on a hot day. Is that right? Hey, you know what? Oh, it's yeah. the professional brewer's uh, darkest secret. They all say that. Well, you know, I'll tell you though. You when you, I was out. We, I was out with a friend of mine, and you know, he's he, he runs our bottling line, and you know, he's he was in the army, and he's kind of got this whole gangster thing going. Listens to rap music. When we were out in the bar, and they were playing like Neil Diamond music, he knew all the words to Neil Diamond music. Really? So I think. It's yeah. Sample. So I think people should should lighten up, and they should say that there is merit in a strong, you know, a, 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 an imperial IPA, and there's also merit in a really easy drinking beer. You know, sometimes you just want a hamburger. <laughs> so that's my that's my. Uh, I want to put that on a shirt. To the, pardon me. <laughs> I want to put that quote on a shirt now. Sometimes you just want a hamburger. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you're right. And actually, I gotta say, totally naked is a perfect name for this beer. Um, uh, it is it is fairly nondescript. It is an American light lager. Yeah, uh, in... it's, it's supposed to be a little bit of a joke. Okay, and it, it, it like you know people they get upset and you know what do you yeah you got microbrewery what are you making this kind of beer how can you sell this beer for six ninety nine a six pack I sure. say well you know look at Beck's look at Corona look at Dos Equis. all these beers are same price point yeah, yeah but they're but, point. but them's is imported beers <laughs> yeah. yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> they taste like all, beer. They're probably all made by Molson in Toronto, so yeah, it's true. Hey Dan, I see why they labeled this is made with uh, Wisconsin two row. Uh, how would that compare to say like South Dakota two row or something like this? This, this <laughs> seems to have more of it. Now, now you're just teasing. Me. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I mean, is it's, uh, it, it's, it's made with uh, two row malted in uh, in 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 Wisconsin. It was malted by oh, Cargill at the Jefferson. See. I see. Jefferson Malthouse, but it comes. It, the, the barley comes from Idaho. Okay, it's 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 mainly it's Harrington. Although recently it's been Kendall and Metcalf variety, but uh, um, just good old fashioned American two row barley. I gotcha. There you go. 
tasty. Don't yeah, Mike. It. Stop effing with Dan. God. Yeah. Where really was it? I thought maybe there were, you guys were growing your own barley up there. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You no, there's really, there's hardly not room. much barley growing around here. And, and, of course, in the Midwest, most of it's six row. Oh, okay. Really? That's good to know. All right, more questions from... Uh, Do you use any six row when you brew? No, I've never had very good luck. I've tried six row because... Um, I don't know. You know Kirby Nelson from the Capitol Brewery? You should interview him. He, you guys would have a lot of fun with him. But he makes really nice, rich lager beers. And he's told me in the past that he uses six-row. But every time I use it, it just tastes grainy and, and mm. like DMS. Uh. You know, I just I, I don't know why I can't brew with it. I like prefer two-row. Got to throw in a bunch of adjuncts. Yeah, yeah. There is there is like about ten percent corn in that beer. Yeah. Oh, is but there? corn is not a bad thing. You can get me up on my soapbox on that, but. I think a, sometimes 100% barley beers can be a little bit too filling, you know, unless you have lots of hops. And that's the key. You've got to have lots of bitterness. So if you make a beer like this that's only like 12 BUs, yeah. you, you need right. something to lighten that barley character or else you start to, you know, you start to make a Hellas or a Pills, and then that's a whole different style. Okay. And so does it kind of does it dry it out and and thin it out? Is that kind of your main? Yeah, purpose? but to dry it out and thin it out. Those, that's kind of a negative connotation. It actually, it, I don't know. In my opinion, it makes the beer faster. What the English call Moorish, easier to drink. Uh, and I don't mean it in a thin way, but it, it balances out the huskiness. It dilutes out the huskiness. I think, and I think that's um, that's important. Okay. Because really beers, you know, beer should be as bitter as it possibly can be. In other words, you want to add as many hops to a beer as you can and still be in balance. And obviously in a beer like this, if you add too many hops, it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fit the style anymore. Okay. All right, more questions from the chat here. Um, people want to know if you ever homebrew anymore. No, you know, I never really did much homebrewing. I, I did it a couple of times when I was in college. I made a I made an extract brew, and then I made a whole grain brew, and the whole grain brew was just a disaster. It gushed all over, but no. I never really was. Um, I learned brewing in college, so I never really did much homebrewing. But we do have a little uh, a five-gallon pilot brewery, and, you know, we do that for recipe development. That's kind of like homebrewing. Oh, yeah. Five gallons, sure. Oh, yeah. I yeah. consider that home brewing. Well, so you just yeah. new, doing a new recipe too, kind of shooting in the dark. Yeah. Uh, so you just jumped right into it. You went straight from um, not really a brewer to a pro brewer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dan doesn't really strike me as a guy who you know f's around. <laughs> just kind of, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. That's why I went to college. Right. Yeah. Wait, col- what's college? Yeah. And it's like Doc, uh, he went from med school right to the dentist chair. Never worked on anybody. It went from books to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to somebody's mouth. Books to saliva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, somehow I don't think you ever left saliva behind, if you know what I mean. Uh, what else do I have for you here? Um any hints as to the next unplugged beers that we might see in the future? And that's a lot. Oh, it's you funny know. you ask. You know, we've got one now. I just went and tasted it in the uh, lager tank today. It's tasting pretty good. It's called a. Uh, it's called an Imperial Hefeweizen. It's uh, it's about tw- a little over twenty degrees Play-Doh. It's probably about mm-hmm. seventy IBUs of a hundred percent Cascade hops. We added, we made about 150 barrels and we added about 250 pounds of Cascade hops to dry hop, but it's a Weiss beer. It's made with 
you know, our strain of like a Bavarian style wheat beer. Wow. So if you can imagine a Bavarian style wheat beer brewed at about 20 degrees, a little over 20 degrees Play-Doh, dry hopped with a way, way too much Cascade hops uh-huh. and, <laughs> and about, it's probably going to end up being about 65 BUs. Wow. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, it's like, it's, it's citrus, it's banana, it's cinnamon. I, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't sound good, but it tastes really, really cool. Yeah. I tasted it today and thought, man, this is going to be good. And I'll be coming out. Uh, we're going to bottle that and we're going to uh, come out with it on the uh, first week of February. Okay. All right, and I have a question that coincides uh, now uh, from a listener with the beer that we're drinking. We are now drinking a Spotted Cow. Is that right, Tasty? That's correct. Yeah, so we're drinking your Spotted Cow. You want to tell us a little bit about this beer? Yeah. Um, we uh, we wanted a beer that was kind of uh, fit the Wisconsin landscape in the sense that, really, for me, uh, I we, there's this open, you know, these open-air museums where you go and they have, like, uh, they have, like, homesteads. Of Wisconsin is made up of a lot of different cultures of people that moved here, and over the years, and so there's this there's this open air museum uh, near Milwaukee uh, called Old World Wisconsin, and they have they have a Norwegian homestead, you know, they have uh, African American homestead, they have German, Polish, or whatever. So we went to the German homestead, and they and this was supposed to be. Uh, uh, this is a home from uh, I don't know, like 1850, and there was a there was a crock pot full of beer uh, that they were brewing, you know, in the shed out back. I thought that's cool. I wonder what the beer would have been like in those days. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, what would what would what? Well, of course they went to filtered it, so it's unfiltered beer. Well, there's a lot of corn around here. I mean, there's corn corn everywhere. So okay, would you would use corn? They probably would have used raw barley because um, it's a lot cheaper than. You know, in those days, it would have been cheaper than malt. Okay. And um, so we wanted to make something that was just kind of fun and easygoing, yeah. easy drinking beer. And so we made this beer just as something that was kind of the consummate Wisconsin beer, an easy drinking, simple, primitive beer. All right. And uh, this is a beer. This is our number one selling beer, and it's kind of. Um, you know, this is why we why I made the totally naked in the summertime because some people say, "Oh, that's that's a dark beer." So I, when I want a dark beer, I drink Spotted Cow. So yeah, but it's been it's been really <laughs> successful. It's our num. It's it, it, for Wisconsin breweries. We're the second biggest selling draft beer, and only Miller outsells us in draft beer in the state of Wisconsin. Really, and Spotted Cow yeah. is your best seller. Yeah, by far. See, I gotta say that I'm surprised to hear these things. Uh, I guess I'm not surprised when I think about your location. Um, but I am surprised because the things that, uh, outside of Wisconsin that we hear people talking about in New Glarus has nothing to do with light lagers and light beers like this. It has to do with your more experimental beers and, uh, you know, that's what the rest of us are talking about. So I am surprised to hear that's your yeah. best seller. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's true and we know that and it's, um, for me, if you think about it, think about it from my point of view. Is is that I'm not a style Nazi. I'm not. I'm not like uh, an evangelist, or I'm not. Um, I'm not trying to be the next biggest beer. I just like beer flavor, whether it's a light lager or uh, you know an, an imperial stout. Yeah. Um, I just like the flavor. I like to explore flavor. Okay. So. We when when we started brewing beer, we didn't we don't advertise at all. So 
you make beer and then it sells or it doesn't sell. And then if, if the beer sells, you make more. So that's what happened with Spotted Cow. It just kept selling. Yeah. So we just kept making more of it. Of course. But then we knew, we knew that, and then I wanted to make Totally Naked just because, you know, just because I'm, I'm obstinate and like to go, if everybody's going one way, I'm going to go the other way. And so then we said, you know, we, <laughs> We can't be a microbrewery and make light beers. So, and I like to make lots of different beers. So, we balance we balance ourselves by having lots of um, lots of different types of beers, and that's the fun part. And that's why people like you want to talk to us. And uh, so, we try to be we try to make a whole range of flavors, everything. You know, not just uh, strong beers and not just light beers. Like, you could come to our brewery and you could taste everything from an American-style light lager to a really intensely sour brown ale and everything in between. And I don't think that you can find another brewery in the world that in one plant makes such a range of intensity or differences, diversity of flavor. And that's really what we're all about. Yeah, that's that, that is a great thing to have all in one location. I'm glad that you're keeping the the variety there. That's fantastic. Someone wants me to have you talk about uh, Fat Squirrel. Fat Squirrel is uh, it's a nut brown ale. Um, it's bottle fermented. It's mainly made with uh, with breast malt. In fact, I think it's well, there's some Weirman Munich malt in it. But you know, it's a lot of different types of malts. Caramel twenty from Brees, uh Victory malt. Uh, roasted barley, um, chocolate malt, um, and uh, but it's, it was also our first bottle fermented beer. And really, what we wanted with this beer was it's our number second most popular beer. So we wanted an amber beer that was, you know, easy drinking but complex, and, we, and so it has a very much a hazelnut uh, flavor to it, and it 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 does pretty well. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite beer that you get to brew there? Um, well, I really like I like Pilsners, and so we make a beer called Hometown Blonde, like once every couple of years or so, and that's made with a decoction mash. It's uh, it's um, mostly uh, it's made with pretty much a hundred percent Weirman malt and a whole blend of different hops. Like we use Saws, Strissel Spalt, Tetnanger, Hollertau Tradition. Hmm. Uh, and it's a, uh, it's just a really traditional Pilsner. And I have fond memories, because I, I did an apprenticeship in Germany, and I have really fond memories of, you know, a nice half-liter glass of beer with a nice foam on it. Yeah. To me, to me, that just goes down really nicely. So I always, you know, I, whenever that's around, I usually go to the bar and have a couple of them after work. Tell you, there's nothing like a hometown blonde that goes down nicely, huh, fellas? <laughs> brings back I good memories. I wasn't even thinking that, you know. <laughs> brings back great memories. But it though. does, uh, you I, know. I don't, I don't get it. I'll, let, I'll talk to your marketing department tomorrow. We'll My get, marketing department? We'll get that on the label, Dan. Uh, okay. Speaking of label, Dan, uh, where's the ABV? What's the secret there? Oh, is it not uh, on any of the labels? A- none of them. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> you know, when we first started the brewery, I don't even think it was allowed to put the alcohol yeah, some oh. the labels. Yeah. And, uh, we, uh, we, we, uh, you know, we always kind of discourage people from considering the alcohol 
in the beer. Some, a lot of times, we'll, like on the unplugged, sometimes we'll put the original gravity on the beer. Yeah. But when people call the brewery, um, you know, we'll, we'll tell them what the alcohol is. But normally we don't. We try not to sell the beer that way. You might want to think about it as a warning. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Right. Well, it's going to be a lunchtime right. beer or a bedtime <laughs> or a half day beer. Well, we hope that the description will tell people, you know, like this is twenty degrees Play-Doh or yeah, you know. But uh, I think I that uh, they should change the ABV scale to actually time of days, like like Doc is saying. I think every beer should actually have. Yeah, yeah. this is a nooner. Have a clock on the side. <laughs> That's a yeah. good idea. A little clock, exactly. Idea. You know, uh, or or even then you'd have to go days of the week too. Like if it's a night, oh. is it a Friday night oh, beer or a Wednesday night beer? Yeah, That's a good night idea. Beer. You know, we could probably arrange that. We could have like a whole pound. You could buy like a case of beer, yeah. and then you would like you know like when old people have like for taking their medicine. Yeah, the pill bottle. The pill. <laughs> yeah, pill exactly. If you do, you have to call it the BN scale. Though. <laughs> you That's, would have to do that. That's in our writer. <laughs> That would be really cool if you could buy a case, and uh, in that case, you know, there was a couple beers for each day of the week. I'd like that. But they, but they, they'd be closed, like those Christmas um, yeah. Advent calendars, you know, where you pop, pop open the. Yeah. But you don't know what you're going to get. You just kind of no label, just. Exactly. Pull it out. Yeah, you just have a perforated squares uh, all along the top of the twelve pack yeah, there. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> this is a good idea. Good idea. <laughs> We're onto something. All right, listen. I told you I'd try to get you out of here uh, by six thirty. So I got uh, I got one last question for you, and sure. uh, I have a feeling you're going to be a tough nut to crack on this one. Um, what is fifty times a thousand? <laughs> yeah. What is the square root of? Um, no. What I'm looking for, and what my listeners would be so grateful, and they would love you long time if. Uh, if we could get a recipe uh, so that we could homebrew one of your beers. And I'll tell you what, I, I mean, we could make some suggestions, but I don't think they'd even care what beer it was. Uh, one of you, if it's something you I don't like do very often. Or, or even a retired beer. A retired beer. I mean, just retarded beer. a retarded <laughs> beer. <laughs> but no, that's uh, our beer here. And if it was something you had to put together, uh, you know, you could email it to me. That'd be fine. Um, but I just know that they'd love to get a recipe out of you. Yeah, I mean something that you like. You just want something off my head now, or something that you I could. If you want, I don't know what I would even tell you. I want you to think about it, and uh... I, can, I can tell you. Well, how about we talk about a pilsner? Okay, let's I do can, that. You want me to just tell you what I think about pilsners, or yeah, people make, don't really... make one up right here. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, well, so if you want to, uh, let's talk about a bohemian style pilsner. Okay, so. Uh, a single decoction is always good, but it's not really necessary, I think. But um, so let's talk about malt. I would use uh, I would use Weirman or Durst malt. I would use 100% Pilsner malt, but I would use maybe two percent, two to five percent caramel. Caramel 20. I'm a big fan of caramel 20 from Brees. Okay. Um, why Why are you such a big fan of that? Um, because it's 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 a low enough color that it doesn't seem to affect the long term stability of the beer. In other words, darker caramel malts seem to like they when the beer oxidizes, they don't taste so good. Oh, and right. also, it's dark enough that it makes an impact on the flavor. Okay. Uh, uh, and it's just it's a really well made malt. Uh, so say five percent of that. Um, Hops, I think blend, blend, you know, use lots of different varieties. Try to get, you know, esoteric varieties like, uh, Polish hops and, and like we use Strissel Spalt hops and, um, weird. Sauce hops are always good. Hollertau Tradition are good hops. 
you know, just use a lot of different hops. Okay. Um, we haven't had a very good success with late hopping. I think adding, you know, three additions, maybe a, uh, I don't know, at home brewery, maybe you guys, home brewery, maybe you guys boil for an hour typically. Yeah. Maybe three, three additions, maybe addition at 15 minutes, at 30 minutes, at 45 minutes. Um, you know, evenly split. Um, I think, uh, if you can, you know, I always see in homebrew literature where they talk about pitching the yeast when it starts fermenting, cool it down. I think that I would get, um, yeast, sufficient yeast to pitch about 15 to 20 million cells. So you're going to need, I always find out with, you know, the homebrew supply yeast twice as much hops as they, or excuse me, Twice as much yeast as they say you should use. Oh, okay. Uh, because I always they always seem to be less viable yeast than they say. But I would start out cold. I would start out at like forty six degrees and let it slowly rise up to fifty eight degrees. All with right. About twenty million, fifteen to twenty million cells. He's a cold pitcher. So it's a little bit of a combination yeah. of an old fashioned method and a modern method. Start cold and let it warm up. Yeah. And that makes for a really smooth beer. Okay. Um. And then uh, lagering, I would say if you use this method, that's going to take you about a week to reach final attenuation. I would then only, you don't really need to lager for too long of a time. I think with it, with that type of fermentation program, if you lager for two or three weeks, um, you're probably going to have a beer that's pretty nice. And I would try to aim for somewhere around... 40 bitterness units and about 13 degree Play-Doh original gravity. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. That, that makes a really nice drinking beer. But the other thing is, is don't you, you got you, whoever does this should they should try a test. Do make that beer and then next to it make that beer with about 10 percent corn syrup at it and see the difference. Really? Because there will be a difference. And it's not like oh my god, corn syrup, how awful. It actually tastes pretty good. So you're not just talking about an attenuation difference. You're talking about... No, uh, you know, because corn syrup is, uh, has the same spectrum of... Sh- a, a, a typical brewing corn syrup would have the typical same uh, sugar spectrum as wort. Okay. So it would ferment out the same way. That's not sugar. I wouldn't use sugar. It's a good experiment. Sugar for, you know, for bottle fermentation, of course, but not for, you know, oh. for, for, uh, um, for an adjunct. Okay. And, and but you don't need it. I mean, for a beer like this, 40 bitterness units, 13 degrees Play-Doh. Be ready you know, to Start go. out cold, let it rise up warm. 20 million cells. It'll taste pretty nice. All right. Bohemian Pills from Dan Carey. There you go, everybody. There's your recipe right here on the air. Um, I think we won a medal with that in the world. I think we got a bronze medal at the World Beer Cup with that. Really? We got beat by two Czech, two Czech breweries. Ah. <laughs> Are you coming out to San Diego for the World Beer Cup this year? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. All right. Well, I we, love I love coming out to San Diego. You guys got good beer out there. I'll tell you that Stone Beers, that Stone Pale Ale blows me away. It's good beer. I had one of those just the other night, actually. That's a nice. Damn, that's that's just awesome. Isn't Bevo? Don't you love They're their IPAs? They're one of my favorites. You like Stone IPAs? Yeah. You like the rough stuff? I do. <laughs> Bevo likes it rough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you do make it out to San Diego. We're going to be down there, so I'd love to run into you and uh, maybe do a brief interview with you there also. Um, Well, I enjoy talking to you, and I really appreciate you you guys giving me a chance to pontificate. uh, The pleasure is all ours. We've been wanting to have you on the show for a while, so uh, I know you guys are busy out there with the new brewery, and I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks a lot. If you guys come by, say hi.
Okay, we yeah, absolutely fly will. over country or something. You know? <laughs> if we're not just flying over, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can wave or if you're driving through or something. If we happen to be picking up some cheese, yeah, yeah, like there that. you go. Doc often oh. likes to go goat shopping, and uh, I hear Wisconsin's a great place for that. Yes. So, Doc, yeah, there are lots, lots of cows and goats. That's for sure. <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can go to newglarisbrewing.com to uh, uh, to to see all the things that Dan was talking about here on the show today. You can go to our homepage and link to it right there if you want to. Also, Dan. Thanks again. Uh, it's really been a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Take All care. Right. Bye. All right. There you go. Uh, Dan Carey from New Glarus Brewing Company. We were a little concerned uh, we might not get all of the... Uh, the secrets and special things? The secrets. They they uh, run a tight ship over there. It's a closed lid, and I think some infiltrating will have to be done. I, I wanted them for, for another hour or two. I had a bunch of questions, but... Well, you should have fired him away there in the last fifteen yeah, minutes, man. It was it was a lot. It were long answer questions. Yeah, yeah. Sour stuff or what? Well, like, well, I mean, you know, look at me trying to, you know, pat myself on the back for asking a question that you know would have a more than one sentence answer. <laughs> like, uh, you know, well, you just get, get the questions already. Um, well, he was talking about about those tanks, about Good those for you, wooden, JP. about those wooden tanks yeah. uh, that are like thirty years old. They're not doing anything. I wonder if he's tried. You know, they're you're getting a little micro ox like you do in, in wine making when you put it in a barrel. Some yeah. of the aging happens a little microoxidation. Yeah, I wonder if he's tried doing that, but in stainless tanks. Oh, just doing microox. That's the new. That's the new thing in winemaking is uh, storage and stainless, adding oak cubes mm-hmm. and doing a little microox program. I think though, kind of it would wondering. seem. Wouldn't it seem like those cubes would have to be, uh, you know, thirty years old and used a whole bunch in well, order no, to so, get the same thing. Well, so he wouldn't put them in cubes because those barrel tanks are neutral as hell by now. Yeah, and so he's not getting. I would doubt he's getting any wood character at all. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering. I mean, that way he doesn't have to limit his his output of those to two, three thousand batches. You know. Yeah. Doc, are you all high over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, man, because your face is melting. Because uh, a lot of these topics, uh, Doc had questions before the show, uh, and they just went right past him, man. He's checked out. <laughs> you are high as a kite right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was it the combination of a couple sips of the new Glarus, or yeah. is it just the really good Oxy? Uh, both, actually. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not over the top or anything, but... Yeah. Um, but, you but you're zoning. Yeah. <laughs> I got Zymer I'm good, just I'm in a good on. place. Should we try... Should we, is he testing to see if his uh, Skype we, works again? Can we hang up on him? Hey, hey, Zymer, just what's happening, man? Oh, you can hear me now? Yeah, I guess so. We're you you got the, don't. No, we hey. can't hear you. Yeah, no, don't. No, I didn't say if you could hear me. I'm just. I wasn't saying if you could listen to me. I'm saying if you could hear me. can hear you. You got it. JP. You got it working. What's going on, oh. my brother? Well, my microphone got muted. That was the problem. Yeah, I always hate it when that happens. You gotta like push the button and stuff. Well, it's teenage PMS bitches. Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to thank all you bitches for all the nominations I got from the BN Awards. I was, you know, just shocked and amazed that you'd even think about me, let alone mention my name in the air. Nah. Hey, no but- problem. Good call, Zammer. Just talk to you later, man. <laughs> oh, fuck you, JP. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, the only thing worse than Oh. Being talked about is not being talked about. And no bub timer. Shut the thing off. The bub timer just went off, Simon. i got to take a break. Uh, congratulations on the nomination. Um, we got a, we got a, some show left to do, so so give us a call back at the okay, end there. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll call you guys back. I'm going for D-O-T-W. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> you guys you got ah. dipped competition, buddy. Yeah, yeah Bevo's. Looking at your crotch, Simon. <laughs> Bevo's uh, your competition this week, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, Bevo wins hands down. She's too hot. <laughs> All right, brother. That uh, was going to get creepy fast. 
was going to. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to go dunk uh, Doc's head in some cold water. And uh, when we come yeah. back, we're just going to play around with a couple of things. I got uh, some audio to play for you. And, um, yeah, we'll see how Bebo does on her uh, endeavor to become. I'm doing awesome. Beer bong, beer bong. We'll be right back. Hang in there. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. <laughs> oh crap, it's the hop shortage. No, not the organic free range oyster Russian Imperial Coffee Stout. It's all gone. We'll never brew again. Damn this hop shortage. Damn it to hell. Oi! Away off your wee f***ing hop shortage. Who are you? A f***ing Scottish 80 shilling and you can't brew a Scottish 80 shilling like you was mixing f***ing cement with f***ing hops instead of gravel, you great f***ing ass. Use less hops, brew more beer. Northern Brewer has kits and ingredients for dozens of worldwide beer styles that don't require a lot of hops to make a great pint, like the bloodthirsty and abusive Scottish 80 shilling. Keep drinking great beer. Order at northernbrewer.com and get flat rate $7.99 shipping anywhere in the contiguous U.S. One beer kit, $7.99 shipping. One million beer kits, $7.99 shipping. Together we can beat this hop shortage. My Lambic! It'll only f***ing help it. One beer, then I'm gone. The ugliest women that I've laid eyes on got together and decided to come here. They're not pretty, they're not small. I don't give a damn at all. Tonight I'm only having just one beer. Yeah, tonight I'm only having just two beers. I don't mind the atmosphere in here. It feels so right, it must be wrong. I know I can't stay too long. Tonight I'm only having just two beers. Three beers, but no more. There's no way I'm drinking for my attitude's improving with the beer. Now I'm glad the women in here, they ain't so bad Tonight I'm only having just three beers Yeah, tonight I'm only having just six beers I kinda like the atmosphere in here It feels so right, it must be wrong I know I can't stay too long Tonight I'm only having just six beers Twelve beers and I quit Oh, good Lord, I'm drunk as shit. I just spent my whole paycheck in here. I took a chance, I tried to dance. I threw up and pissed my pants. Tomorrow I'll walk one beer. Yeah, tonight I'm only having just one beer. At least that's what I said when I got here. It felt so right, but it was wrong.
Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as seven cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back, everybody. A couple of things left to get to. Might be an early show, looks like, huh? Got our got to our interview quickly, and yeah, Doc's checked out. Got yeah, Doc, I'm back. Doc's done. <laughs> no, no, I'm back. I just needed a little change of scenery for a minute. Yeah, now you're live again. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're done. So that's <laughs> okay. Now I do have a couple of things we can cover, and uh, of course we've got uh, Bevo chugging beers, trying to make things happen over there. How many how many beers into it are you? I don't know. <laughs> you can't figure out how to use your mute switch. I know that. You've been having trouble with it all show. Maybe like two, three, something like that. <laughs> Same number of times she pissed. I don't know. I, think I, I peed the, like four, uh, four times. Four times. Where's the breathalyzer? Seen that around, JP? Oh, yeah. I should. I should. Sammy, go I find the breathalyzer. do that. Yeah, I, I but I had. But before I came here, I had like a margarita and another beer. <laughs> I have a, a flesh colored one. You want to use that? Two beers, two beers. A margarita and two. Carry beers. with me everywhere. I really drink that second one. I gave it away. All right, I got something sent to me. Well, drink up, people. <clears throat> Here are four words that are difficult to say when you're drunk. Ready, Bevo? JP yes. is hot. Say <laughs> innovative. Innovative. Preliminary. Pre. <laughs> <laughs> Preliminary. Maybe I shouldn't say them because then it helps you. I'll. How about I type them to you and you just have yeah, to read them. Yeah, but then you got to spell them right, dude. Uh oh, balls. Just, <laughs> cut I'm going to cut and paste. Thank you, JP, for your confidence. Try that. You know, I, I know you pretty well. And try this at home. I don't even know what that word is. Paul. Polyfiltration? Polygamy. Uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> proliferation, my dear. <laughs> uh, Bevo's still in community po- college, everybody. Po- polyfiltration. So, <laughs> yeah. right. I'm point one nine. Point one nine. Is that good or bad? Double the legal limit. That's great. Yeah, double the, yeah. It's more than double the yeah. legal limit. So, uh, all right, try this word that's there. Okay. Try that one. I just can't read. 
Cinnamon. Okay. Cinnamon. Now, here are things that read. are very difficult to say when drunk, and you're not going to know any of these. Sam has a big piece of junk. This is going to be more of an intelligence <laughs> test than a drunk test, uh, I'm going to fail. All right, try that one. Stop paying attention to Sam. Specify. Try again. Specificity. <laughs> it's a, a soccer. <laughs> it's a spec. I don't know. I don't know if I could Specimen. say it. specificity. Specificity. Oh, whatever. I don't even know that word. I, don't, I swear that's part of my vocabulary. All right, this one's gonna be fun. She sounded like a poet one night, isn't she? <laughs> this, yeah. this, by the way, these are going to be our new uh, drunk of the week test. Oh, okay, good. Try this one. Anti. Constitutionalistically. <laughs> I think you should go back to. Well, I don't know. I was going to say. You should go back to repeating them for, but it's really great. <laughs> All right, repeat after me. I don't know. Anti constitutionalistically. <laughs> Whatever. Try that. Anti constitutionalistically. <laughs> okay, try this one. Anti constitutionalistically. <laughs> try this one. You misplaced the F in that word. Yeah. Shut up, JP. <laughs> All right. Uh, transubstantiate. Transubstantiate. <laughs> Transub... What? Transubstantiate. Transubstantiate. There you go. We should give these to Doc when he's real high, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the next one's going to Doc. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No. Hey, Doc, bring I'll bring over them. some of your medical books next okay. time. So oh, we can just yeah. pull out, like, uh, you know, dental terms for our drugs. I'm, I'm okay with medical terms, actually. I've taken the general medical term usage class. Hand. That's what it's called. I took that one that Foot. said medical stuff at the community college. <laughs> Bone. You know what? I am in community college, and I'm okay with that. That's right. Doc and I are also both graduates of community <laughs> That's college. That's right. Yeah. And Doc's a doc. And, uh, look how far I've come. I start somewhere. Yeah, I will be I, a nurse. A I might be 35 college. when I become a nurse, but I will be a nurse someday. Are you trying to be a nurse right I now? I am. You are. I thought you uh, work at an ophthalmologist. I do work for an ophthalmologist. I'm trying to become right now a certified ophthalmic assistant, uh-huh. which is just a glorified receptionist who uh, gets paid a little bit more. Comfortable yeah. with medical terms. Who's comfortable <laughs> with medical, basically. Okay. But I want to be a nurse. Like an because RN. Because I want to make like $45 an hour and only work three days a week. Well, Mrs. Jones, bed pants. You're, you're scheduled in for your ophthalmological <laughs> oh, call of the G... I'm tired. I'm pretty sure that she's uh, <laughs> becoming a registered nurse because she knows that Sam is never going to make a dime. Uh, yeah. The guy's that, practically that, yeah. homeless. Yeah. Where is he when we're making fun of him? He's not he, even here. He's out scrounging for cardboard. He could be a stay-at-home dad. Isn't he like a guitar instructor and a waiter right now? Isn't that what he does? In that order. Actually, I think he got fired from being a waiter even. I think he's the only guy I know who's ever gotten fired from being a waiter. Hi, Sam. Sam, didn't, Sam, didn't you get fired from your Twice. waiting job? Twice. I'm just f- I'm feeding the fuel of uh, why uh, people wonder how it is Twice, that Bebo's getting yes, married to you. But because I love him. Well, <laughs> oh. when you don't show up, I guess it kind of pisses off the managers. So that's why you got fired. I guess I don't know. What do you do now? What's your job? Uh, professional musician. To live off of me. <laughs> you live off of Bebo, don't Pretty you? Pretty much. <laughs> I teach guitar lessons every once in a while. How many hours a week? Eh, about four like three. Or five. Nope. At least four, four or five four hours minimum. a week? Yeah. It's it's hard work. I gotta wake up at the crack <laughs> of noon. Quality hours. Yeah, he wakes up at the crack of noon. Yep. Wow. The crack. And then bitches at me when I go to sleep at like 
10.30, and he's like, why are you going to bed so early? And I'm like, because I got up at like 6. Because he needs a video game partner? <laughs> exactly. No, because my... my it's, let me reiterate, to. my video game system yeah. is uh, here. Sam, have <laughs> it's you... It's not even at my house anymore. It's here. I'd like to introduce you to the wonderful world of Warcraft. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, we'll never see Sam again. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Jip. Okay. Gotta check that out. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, JP. Hey, Bob, what's happening? I have an extra character I can get. Hey, I Sweet. really have nothing other other to say than, damn, Sam. Yeah. Seriously. He's, uh... You, you fell into that. Yeah. And you're not doing anything with your life. Yeah. yeah. Where... Where yeah. can I find one of these? I know, and he got the check. Sam, soon, soon you're going to find yourself uh, keeping track of servers and selling web on. Where can I online? find one of what? Uh, it, basically, he wants to know how you find it, how a deadbeat finds a check. I think that Sam should start uh, deadbeats with hot chicks. Am I mixing up people? But does, doesn't Bob There's have one. an awesome wife? Uh, he does. Yeah. Right, but you see, I'm the one that goes to work. She takes care of the kids. Yeah, yeah he still has to work. That, but I Eventually that'll work. change. I'll go. Oh, work. you are I'll at a dreamland. Yeah, what I are am. you thinking? <laughs> well, how do you think it's going to change? What do you think Sam's going to end up doing? If you give him a job, Justin, <laughs> <laughs> tell me what you think Sam's going to end up doing. I don't know. <laughs> He's not going to do it. He's g- no. Does, does he clean the house now? No. The kitchen? No. Because I refuse kitchen? to. My, my kitchen. Well, tell him to come over and clean his own friggin' What's kitchen. The motivation. Sometime. The only thing he cleans is his monster. <laughs> While you're you at work. You swear. He hasn't showered in like four days. Well, I mean, have to the shower. inside. <laughs> inside. The he monster's feet. The tube, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Sam Sam should should get a job at like an inner city school, and then maybe hopefully he can sell the rights. Like when he turns around all these inner city youth by the, the power and, and love of music. Yeah. You know? And then, and then he can make a movie and sell the rights to that. Sam, what did you just blow on the breathalyzer? Two point three. I point two three. Sam, you're Doc's designated driver tonight. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. He like just blew a point two three. Whatever. I'll sober up and I'll drive Doc home if I have to. Oh, you right. just blew a one nine. Okay. I'll be fine. I, I, I like drank a bunch of beer and then like blew into the thing. So uh, he said blue. Yeah, you gotta wait thirty. JP, right high five. Yeah, you're supposed to wait about fifteen minutes from your last drink before you use the breathalyzer. So he's probably only like a I one eight. A yeah, beer <laughs> <Right>. in the breathalyzer. <laughs> I see. All right, thanks, Bob. Later. Yeah, but right. he I didn't w- get the timer. No, nah, he was doing all right there. Just just missed it. Uh, got in under the wire. So uh, someone posted this clip. Did you see this clip on the forum, guys, about the uh, guy who works at Cricket Hill Brewing? Yeah, I saw that. I saw it. How, how great is this guy? I don't know if he's an employee or owner or just a dude. Um, it's The link is in our forum, or you can go to YouTube and just search uh, Cricket Hill Brewing, and you'll see this. And the guy, I'll set it up for you because I'm not going to play the whole thing. I've just cut out the interesting part. The guy, basically, in order for them to be able to give away samples in New Jersey. It's called, called a tour. And and there has to be something educational about the tour. Uh, so this guy stands up on his uh, brewery version of a soapbox, which is essentially the... Um, He's up between the mash tun and the... And the, the, the brew platform. And the, yeah, the yeah. Brew, brew, brew platform. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, say, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. say anti-constitutionalistically. 
What? Anti-constitutionalistically. Oh. Anti-constitutionalistically. No, Blue. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hit the one in the middle. Uh, okay. So the guy gets up there and he's like, you know, so that we can give away samples, I have to do a little education. And he just start he starts going off on the on the big three on the big beer companies. So and he just talks about their advertising campaign and how we've all been brainwashed. He gets, he gets fire and brimstone. Is a truck backing up in here or what? Yeah. Happening? Stop with the beeping over there. Are you are you are you blowing again, Bevo? <laughs> I like to blow. <laughs> Beavis is going to be blowing for the rest of the night. <laughs> and Sam disagrees yeah. with the fact that she likes to blow. Yeah. By the way, he's in the well, background. Sam, disagree. get used to it. You're getting married. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So here's the guy. He's well into it now, and he's all fired up about uh, Coors Light, uh, mainly, and all of the other big beer companies. Check it out. You So I just it goes on. Say amen a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, they're getting they're getting their amen. Although I do want to point something out. Really, he the question to how stupid do they think we are has already been answered by the fact that Coors Light is the number one selling beer in New Jersey. It turns out we're just as stupid as they think we are, <laughs> doesn't it? I mean, it's the number one selling beer yeah. in the state, so sure. we are exactly as stupid as they think we are. Right. You know, just to give. That's why Coors Light credit. Week. That's the first beer I drank and actually liked. Yeah, it's the first beer. It's, I mean, it's like. not. I mean, it's better than Budweiser, but mm. it's not as like harsh as craft, quote unquote, craft brews. Sure. Whoa, whoa. But like, quote unquote, she says. <laughs> Remember where you are, right? Now. I do, I do. But uh, like, it's we, a great starter beer. Like, that's a good uh, beer to start out on and be like, it actually has a little bit of flavor to where you can like start to say, I kind of like beer. Yeah. And then gradually start to drink something a little heavier yeah. and get to the point where you're just yeah, a strong then, idiot like me. Yeah, most so, 14 year olds don't like craft beer. You gotta start out somehow. Shut up, Doc. (laughs) If I, I need to learn not to let you talk, because then you steal my jokes. (laughs) Dick. I, I, on the, I'm just giving credit where I think credit is due. It's okay. a, it's a good, it's a good starter starter beer, beer, but it's a, once you start to like real beer, Mm. it's crap. And and you're now going to, High school, yeah. <laughs> graduate up. Yeah. Like I didn't good. start drinking till after I was out of high school. Uh, uh, and I just want to point out, uh, Bevo actually never actually went to high school. She was homeschooled. I was not. So when she says high school, she means her mom's year living in room. Seventh grade, and then I went to private high school. I went to a Christian high school. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Does that make you better? That did. Yes, take. I'm way better than you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here the guy goes on a little more. He gets funny. Can I get an amen? What is it? They tell us that Coors 
Now, that's my favorite thing that he says. There's more. I'll, I'll be playing it for you. But I love that one. I've been picking on Frost Brood for a couple of years now. That term, Frost Brood and Cold Filtered, drive me up the wall. Yep. Because it's really, it's uh, pseudoscience. It's a fake term. It is a blatant lie. It's a fake. What does Frost Brood mean? I can't wait to ask somebody at Coors what that means. My brother used to work at I mean, Coors. is the room air-conditioned? That they're that the boil kettle is in. What the hell does frost brood mean? Because they brew it to put the cold taste in it. Because it is the cold so taste. Frost brew. Their beer brewmaster's name is Frost. Jack Frost. <laughs> yeah. It is. Then I guess it's not a lie. I was gonna, I was going to say maybe a listener will call in and tell us, but no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Not know. on this show. No. All right. Let's let him go on here. Uh oh. Start it over again. Did. Yeah. And to this day, number one selling woman. Unless you're Schumann. Yeah. That Schumann dick. might get laid by twins. Yeah. He's working on it. Good. <laughs> He's got the Coors Light thing down. He does have the Coors Light thing down. It's halfway there. And the cowboy boots. He's he drinks got, his Coors. He's gotten better. And I think the twins would like the cowboy boots. He's gotten better at what? He's gotten better at drinking better beers, I think. Oh, I thought you I meant nailing chicks. And, and the white... <laughs> no, he didn't need to get any better than that. <laughs> oh! He's quite all right. Wow. Oh! Beavis! Sam's yeah. room shares a wall with Schumann. I know how okay he is. <laughs> Good lord. Right. You got a score sheet in there? You mean you can hear all those dudes grunting? <laughs> Just human. Oh, Adam, you're the best. <laughs> we have taste what we drink, and that's why we're here drinking the best beer everybody on the planet drinking I don't even know what this guy's saying. I'm so drunk. Well, this part is interesting at the end here because he does keep saying throughout the whole thing that you are drinking the best beer ever brewed on earth. Here at Cricket Hill Brewery. On Earth in the world. <laughs> on Earth in the universal <laughs> world. Uh, I gotta get this guy in the show. We got a sick chat on this dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, he'd be I think, very passionate. I think it'd be fun as hell. I think he could just be like our yelling guy, you know. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, the yelling shtick is pretty, pretty entertaining actually. He, and he's a, he's no spring chicken. No. So you, you, you kinda, you're concerned for him when you watch this. You think he's gonna yeah. have a heart attack. Like he's gonna uh, stroke you, out. You can just yeah. see the veins, I think. Kinda, kinda reminds me of Regan. Yeah, yeah, he does got it. He is a little like Regan, except that Regan is much more mild mannered, yeah. at least. Like, Regan's yeah, not going to uh, flip out like laid that. Laid back. We call <laughs> yeah, yeah. He smokes a lot more weed. Something. Uh, 
The guy's funny. So you got to go YouTube Cricket Hill Brewery. And, and it's just funny that he says uh, over and over, you're drinking the best beer ever brewed on earth there at Cricket Hill. It would uh, suck if his, brew re- if his beer really If his sucked. beer sucked. i got to try that stuff. I mean, There's a lot of people there for that tasting. There were a lot of people there. They're all well lubed up. Well, there's only one brewery in New Jersey, so <laughs> where else are they going to go? <laughs> well, New Jersey's only like five miles. <laughs> now we're going to get hate mail from New Jersey all week. <laughs> Why are you picking on Jersey? It worked out nice in Wisconsin. There's at least three breweries. Jersey. I love New Jersey. Of course, it's Connecticut. I've never actually Jersey. been there, but I'm we're sure it's, just in Canada I'm sure it's too. fantastic. Yeah. Canada didn't fare well this week either. <laughs> Just well, one of the terrible. Canadians in the chat room hated me for like two seconds, and then I apologized. They love me again. We so should have okay. we should have like a, a North American map, so pin, pin all the places that Bevo thinks are fucked up. <laughs> and so every place <laughs> but El Sobrante, where yeah. he lives. Yeah. I was born in Pennsylvania. They don't My have family's from Penn. They don't so have homeschool like in, in Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Montana. So they f have, those places. They have homeschool everywhere, and I was only homeschooled for a year. But Sam was but, homeschooled his whole life. Sam was you. homeschooled for a long time, and are it you, is evident. Are you guys going to homeschool your kids? Oh, absolutely not. I bet you are. I bet you that Sam is going <laughs> to homeschool yeah. those. Okay, kids. kids daddy's going to show you how to play the guitar. Although, <laughs> although I, Five I hours don't a week. think I will send my children to public school. Yeah. Why? I will send them to private school. Why is that? Because public school sucks. Yeah. Hey, I was a victim of public school. Uh, hey, case too. in point. Case in point, yeah. He <laughs> makes a good point. I went to private school. <laughs> yeah. And I'm better than you. Right. All right, Beavis, <laughs> say passive-aggressive disorder. Passive-aggressive disorder. Stop calling me that. <laughs> uh, drink some more beer. Yeah, you're not... Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I can, I can, if you say it, I, say, can, say, I can say it. Say, if get me one more me beer. If you read it, I'm tarted. Then you can't do it. No. You're tarted? I can't read. You want to try anti-constitutionalistically again? <laughs> no. I can't read. I uh, was yeah, homeschooled. Yes, yes, Anti-constitutionalistically. Yeah, You're close. Try it all in one shot. Anti-constitutionalistically. Ah, and fast even. Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Yeah, <laughs> Where's the real beer? that private pretty school. sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You can't even say it. Well, it doesn't matter. You have to say it. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Wrong. I love that movie. Wrong. It sounded even right to me. The side of it is hey, where's drunk people? <laughs> Sorry, Jim, am I ruining your joke? Why are you ruining things? Don't let Bevo know. I was just fucking with her. I can hear you. Oh, Sam. <laughs> JP, could you tell Tasty that his beer is tasting really good? Your beer is fantastic, hey. Tasty. Is this Thanks. that other person's Why beer? Why is she interrupting my joke? Shut it. <laughs> I don't like Bebo when she's drunk. She talks over me. <laughs> yeah, that beer just tastes better because it comes out of the urinal. Yeah, the urinal, I think, adds a lot of flavor. <laughs> is this your, is this your beer? Delicious. <laughs> yes, it does. Is it your beer or yeah, the other no, people's this, yeah. beer? This is homebrewed beer, oh. yes. It is homebrewed beer. Yeah, I call it uh, Pliny Light. Yeah? Little, all, little Pliny? It's got all the hop elements as uh, Pliny the Elder. Do you use sugar? Well. Do you use sugar? Pliny the Midget? Uh, no sugar. No, I didn't okay. need to dry it out like that. But uh, it's got... Uh, Oh, wait, it's a secret recipe. What am I doing? Plenty of the baby. Hey, oh, hey, is it? I'm calling on the Dan. Gla- uh, Dan. Yeah, I'm pulling the Claus. The glass. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a Dan. I can't go on any further. <laughs> you got to keep I, it a Casey, secret. Casey, what am I drinking right now? I plead the Dan. It's uh, American Pale Ale. You should have been uh, paying which attention. Which I call Plenty Light. So it's like oh. son of Plenty. Of course, he's already got that little, here. Little Plenty Pl- the baby. Little Pliny. Yeah, it's a little bitty baby Plenty. Mi- yeah. Mini Plenty. Plenty the dwarf. Yeah. Okay. Plenty the troll. It's a session beer for sure. So. Pliny. Kate liked it. She said it smelled danky. It does smell danky. It's very hop-ridden. 
All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and wrap things up, which is really just going to consist of we're going to make Bevo chug a couple beers and then blow into the... uh, uh, (laughs) Into the what? Because I'll be in line. Uh (laughs) You wish. Jesus. Although I did get a confirmation. Yeah, that's great. No, I got a confirmation from my friend with the fake fake boobs is coming to the wedding, and she does not have a boyfriend anymore. Sweet. We'll be right back. Hang in there. All you say, Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Freccia and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from John. Science Park. Speed is a drag, it's a big, big drag. Set your mind on fire, make your organ sag. Coke is a joke, rather take a toke than be broken and a choking with your brain cells smoking. Tripping on acid makes you flaccid. DMT too rich for me. Heroin aquarium, a nice pine box to bury in. Marijuana makes me wanna eat candy and eat Madonna with her hair bleached by peroxide up and on some nitrous oxide. Well, I've tried them all and it might sound queer, but my favorite drug is a nice cold bear. Bear, 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 we love bear. But mostly chills from real beer Cussing and a bottle of NyQuil XTC's okay with me On airplane glue You sneeze, I chew Mohawk girl with a needle in her neck Nervous wreck and a call collect Nicotine is so obscene And caffeine only makes me mean Up spray paint ain't so quaint It gives you headaches and makes you faint Ashes of gas like a blast from the past But trying to hunt it down is a pain in the ass Well, I tried them all And it might sound queer But my favorite drug is a nice cold beer Bear, 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 bear Bear, 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 we love bear.
Plank Road Brewery, where we're proud to announce there's finally a beer brewed exclusively for people who love head. Just for us? That's right, head beer. A hearty beer with a big, thick head that lasts and lasts. Try some. Jesus Christ, this is the best head I've ever had. That's right. Head beer is delicious. Oh, God, this is great head. Everyone loves head beer. I love giving my husband head. It really satisfies him. Enjoy the full-bodied flavor of head beer. Now that I've had head, I don't think I'll ever want anything else. And ladies, head's not just for men. You know, there's nothing like getting home from work, sitting down on the couch with my husband, and giving him some thick foamy head. Absolutely. Head beer is bold. I'm a big head fan. Last week my friends came over for the game and my wife gave them all head. They loved it. Experience the surprising flavor of head beer. I love head, but I still can't get my wife to try it. Come on, honey. No. Please. I don't like the taste. Okay, well, maybe your sister likes head. Okay, okay, I'll try it. Mmm. This is good head. Do yourself a favor. Get some head today. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. (laughs) I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. (laughs) (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Dancing going on. JP's at a rave. He's hand dancing. He's definitely doing the ecstasy hand dance over there. I'm doing this, then I'm doing the creepy guy in the club dance. I don't know what that is. You are the creepy guy in the club if you're ever in a club. I know. Bring your own creepy. Sound like my dad. Did you get your Burning Man tickets yet, Doc? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Not yet, huh? Me neither. I forgot. Did on sale already. This early? Yeah, yeah, they went on sale on Wednesday. The first 10,000. Do they sell out? Uh, they will. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't. This price goes up so They high. might this year because they're saying they won't be selling them at the gates. Yeah, so they're oh. going to they're gonna cap off, I think, pretty soon. Uh, they're not going to allow more than X amount of people in. It's kind of weird because it's not as if there's no room. I mean, it takes up a tiny portion of that entire flat. I think it more has to do with the BLM and the permits. Uh, uh, they're letting them... Uh, oh. Increase it, like five percent a year, something like that. Increase it, uh, whatever the 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 number that they're gonna give them, yeah, as a, as a, the starting number, and then each year they let them increase it. <laughs> Up to this point, it was like the more the merrier, yeah. And now they have to cap it because of so many people. I think so. Yeah. I, I think it has to do with the permits. Glad to see that Sam's laying off the beer. He just came in with another half full uh, beer in his hand. What's wrong with you, man? DUI written all over you, man. Doc, we might have to get you a cab tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you snort some of Doc's oxy while you're at it, Sam? (laughs) And then don't you got to go pick up Shat from the airport, too? Yeah, he's good. (laughs) All right. Do I need to stop drinking, Doc, to get you home? Somebody needs to. Probably. And just tell Shat to take Bart, I guess. We should just nail Sam's hands together. 
so he can't pick up a friggin' beer. Uh. Sam thinks he can drink with the big guys, but he's only like 120 pounds, so he forgets that like yeah, if we think Doc's two beers guy. puts him at like .40. Yeah, plus he's a douche. <laughs> All right. Lies. Hold on. Don't believe it. We got a drunk of the week competitor. Someone uh, thinking, I guess they can beat us. It's not Whatever. Cal Ale on the line. Uh, Cal, what's happening, bro? Cal. Damn it, fire word. What? Just give uh, the first I'm word right now. I'm at work. You're at work? You're at work? I'm waiting on people, but they're jerks anyway. Are, are you, just, are you the hot chick? Fuck everybody. Wow. You're drunk oh. at work? That was it? Yeah. <laughs> he passed out. Yeah. I thought his head hit the floor. Yeah, exactly, his head smacked the cement and comatose now. I think that was fake. I mean, I'm blood. with Bevo. That was a fake call. You're still on top. You don't yeah. really have anybody okay, competing this week. It must be too early. Look at my eyes right now. How open are they? They're kind of squinky. Yeah. yeah. All right. Somebody fill up Beavis's beer with fill up uh, Beavis. with Tasty's with Tasty's Pale Ale slash IPA. Here, Sam, do something right this time. And, uh, there you go. Sam, don't fill it up with that nozzle. Oh. Uh, use the urinal. Or the urinal. Maybe. <laughs> or the first time through. Or from the urinal. Yeah. We're going to have Bevo chug. And it's, you say that you can, this is like an IPA taste in beer, and you're can, saying I that can you, can, it. you can chug the whole thing. Oh, wait, there's a call. Hold on a minute. Go ahead. Answer the call. Uh, Sam can't even pour a beer right. Should we time uh, this chug? Coming out for me. And then you're going to blow into the breathalyzer afterward. Get her other glass there. And uh, can someone take pictures of this for the gallery? Which reminds me, our uh, esteemed colleague in the Army, uh, Code Right and Fool, has finished uh, our gallery. The gallery is back up and running on the Brewing Network website. All right, yeah. great. So now you can click on the uh, gallery button right there on the homepage and uh, be able to see all of the old uh, pictures that used to be up there. And uh, soon to be new ones. I think this one's supposed to work better than the one I had up there because the, the one I had was such a pain in the ass to get anything uploaded to. So hopefully this one's easier. We've got pictures of Doc's first show back when you're lounging in the recliner last <laughs> week. I got to get those up there, and and now we'll have pictures of Beavis uh, chugging uh, pale ale. Let's take another drunk of the week call real quick. We got uh, Chris on the line. What's happening, brother? What's up, man? Oh, uh, how are you? I'm uh, pretty faded, man. Where are you at? I'm in uh, Brighton, Colorado. Colorado. And uh, what have you been drinking? I've been drinking... My brother uh, lives in Colorado. Vanna's Chocolate Stout. Which one? Vanna's Chocolate Stout Homebrew. Oh, Vanna's, huh? You, she sent you some or what? Well, yeah, kind of a next-door neighbor sort of thing, almost. Oh. I, I snuck in her house and sniffed a bunch of her underwear and took it. Yeah. You stole her beer. <laughs> That's so wrong. It happens. All right, I need you to say transubstantiate. Transubstantiate. And anti-constitutionalistically. Anti-constitutionally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and specificity. Specificity. Yeah, he's, you know he sounds kind of hammered, but he's doing. Beer. He's saying him better than Beavis is. <laughs> Maybe he has a, a deeper vocabulary, yeah. so he's used to saying words like that. Are you calling me stupid? <laughs> no, just your vocabulary. Yeah, is this weird. might disqualify me, but I've also been drinking a little bit of wine as well. But uh, is that right? Yeah, just a little. Well, it doesn't say beer drunk of the week. It's just drunk of the week. Yeah, well, you can I mean, drink whatever yeah. you want. You can huff gas if all you right. want. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. All right, you are in the running, Chris. We'll see how it goes here with Beavis. 
right, thank you. Thanks, brother. Later. Later. All right, so do we want to time this chug also? Oh, man. Where's the beer bong when you need it? You Where can, is uh, it? When you need Doc, build a beer bong. Okay. Yeah, with the valve and everything. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the most technically advanced beer bong on the history <laughs> of the planet. Laser dialed in and all that. <laughs> yeah, like basically, it will tell when the throat is open enough for the chamber to release, just with, like with a laser. Oh, I'm, I'm probably better with a cup than a beer bong. I'm, I'm sure Doc has something to relax the muscles beer of the throat. Spray it all over <laughs> so you, go, ah. you mean like take this pill an hour before you yeah. do the bong, kind of thing, and you'll be able to chug faster. Yeah, you won't even know you got a throat. <laughs> are you, <laughs> it's like intervenous. Yeah. Uh, are you good at chugging, Beavis? Sam? Whatever. No. Oh, I wouldn't say good. I wouldn't say bad. I Somebody could, get her I a towel. Probably do it. Well, he's asking, what's the gag reflex? Is it strong or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a, oh, yeah. What he yeah. said. Yeah. I don't know, Mike. We're not married yet. Oh. <laughs> we right. we've not really touched each other. Yeah. We've held hands. I mean, yeah. I mean, guys. Come have, on, you touched his squirrel. Guys have four balls, right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and I hear there's like in a sack. Is that gross? She's so drunk, her microphone fell off. <laughs> yeah, her microphone is drunk. <laughs> a droopy microphone. It's gonna fall again, Beavis. Uh, somebody, uh, JP, will you help her with that? No, I'm just taking pictures of her because it's awesome. That camera it's has fun. a. That camera has a video function. Do you want to do that? I wonder if we should video oh, the chug man, instead of uh, of uh, just taking snapshots. Well, are, are you going to be able to Snap. upload that to the deal? <laughs> I could put it. It'll take me longer than do the pictures, I guess. Well, how about we take pictures of one chug and we, then we just make her chug another one? We'll take video of that. We do have two beers right here. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, let's take are video for that, of the second one so no, we can get the, the gagging reflex. She's not paying attention to you. Oh, though, she's so. going to work now. Yeah, she has oh. to. Yeah, first time in the fucking show. You can just tell me, Beavis, if you want to. No, it's cool. I can type with... Wait. It's cool. I can type with two fingers. <laughs> is, is it Mrs. Bub? It's Bub on the line, but Mrs. Bub is going to talk. Is she calling in for drugs? <laughs> I really God. don't know. Because Bub can't talk? Yeah, do we... Can we not take it? I uh, love Mrs. Bub. It's, Mrs. Well, it's Bub. not that Mrs. Bub, but Bub. Hey, Boob, what's happening? Dude, I'm chasing her down. Put Mrs. Bub on the phone. You're chasing her down? I'm trying to get her. Here she is. Oh. All right. Dude, <laughs> no, this is about the anniversary party. Was she Vanna? Oh. You don't have uh, She was Vanna, right? plans yet. No. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. Mrs. Bub says she's coming out. Really? Uh, get the hotel sorry. room and do it quick. So we can get airline tickets. Put the phone in here. Hear it that way. What is happening? He's trying to get her to talk on the phone and she won't talk on the phone. I'm trying to figure out about the anniversary party so I can get tickets booked. Are you going to come out this year, Mrs. Bub? Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, tell me when it is so I can get some tickets booked. I'll tell you the weekend. I can do that. It is going to Rock. be... Hang on. Don't buy your tickets this week, though. You can stay at our house if you don't want to buy a reg- let me give you the, hotel. Let me give you the 95% sure tentative date. And then uh, hopefully by next week I'll give you the 100% sure. Okay. We yeah, are looking at... real forgiving on the rebooking. We are looking at Saturday, June 7th. You doing the hotel thing? 
I might. It depends on the location. I'm still trying to figure out the location, but I would like to, yes, book, uh, you know, block out some rooms at a nearby hotel so that we can all just close down the venue and walk to the hotel and fall asleep on top of Bevo. Uh, isn't that... That'd be hot. I like that. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally Mrs. okay with Mrs. Bub falling on top of me. Well, she'll be the closest Not one Not actually Bub, but Mrs. Bub but I'm Ms. okay yeah. with. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure Mrs. Bub it'll, feels the same about that, too. Well, um, isn't NHC the weekend after that? What's NHC? Oh, no, it can't be. Is it? I think it I is. I think it is. Right around then. Did they move it then? Because it's never in the it's, same... It's, it's in June. Oh. It's in June. It's, it's either mid or late June. It's not early June. Yeah, so... Oh, National no, it's Homebrewer. So it's usually con- around the 12th, 13th. <laughs> yeah. Let me look it up here. Because that is really going to throw a wrench into things, isn't it? I yes, want it Because I want people to be able who, you know, want to go to the National Homebrew Conference to come right. to this thing, too. All right, hang on. I'm bringing up the page here somewhere. Uh, June 19th through the 21st, yeah. so it's at the end of the month. So two weeks after that? That's a bit expensive. See, if I do it earlier, it's not a real anniversary. It's a fake anniversary. If I do it later... It's a fan-aversary. Yeah, it was probably not Martin Luther the King's birthday tomorrow, really, either. That's true. Well, we, well, we wouldn't know without Terrence here to tell us. I don't oh, if the know Terrence knows. Of course he knows. He's black. He had a public <laughs> education. Shit. Yeah, he wasn't homeschooled. You know, m- I wasn't either. What if hey, I did it? Uh, what if we changed it to Memorial Day weekend in May, and then people would have more days off? Do you think people want to travel on Memorial Day weekend? Is yeah, or they might have other plans. And hotels get bo- <laughs> hotels get more booked up in that weekend. Too, Things so are just generally more expensive Memorial Day weekend. All right, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just, I'm just uh, saying it was a good idea. Three day you know, weekends tend to be to help people. Like, just tend to be more expensive. I could do it May 31st. Sam, do you charge more is, you for guitar what? lessons on Memorial Day? Okay. I'll tell you what. Double. It's not, you know what, whether it's uh, three weeks away or a month away from the Homebrewers Conference, it's not going to make a difference. If right. you can afford right. to do both, you're going to do both, you're and right. if you can't, you're not. So, actually, I don't really think we should worry about it. Well, I just, I didn't mean from, from affording it for so everybody else. So, it'll just be the Who's general weekend you said. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to tell no, you. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's fine, continue. Um, I just meant uh, for planning it for us. So, if we're going to have to go the next weekend... Are we going to be able to have everything, you know, from partying and everything? Because you're, you know, taking the next day off. Yeah, no, we, it's two oh, weeks dude, away. Like, you okay, ever do anything, really. Like, I thought this was going to be, like, a non-broadcast, let's just drink and... It might be. ...see who swaps partners type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 we don't I, roll that way. I yeah. think that you and Mrs. Bub just added that into the uh, description. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Fair enough. I thought the deal was that Mrs. Bub was going to do the talking, Bub. Yeah, that's that's what I was sold. Uh, now Mrs. Bub's only allowed to talk because the Bub timer has gone off. So <laughs> shush on you, Bub. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub timer. <laughs> you, you can, can use it. it around the house. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> It'd be broken in the first day. <laughs> I've, I've a feeling the real. I have a feeling Mrs. Bub's Bub timer is just a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, kick to the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna stick with a tentative uh, Saturday, June seventh. Okay. okay. And let me try to hammer it out this week, and I'll confirm it on next... Uh, I'll try to confirm by next week. That's Same awesome. Thing. I'm glad you guys are coming. We <laughs> missed uh, Bub last year. <laughs> well. Let's go with the hotel room, because then Mrs. Bub can pass out, and then I can, like, rock out with my cock out or whatever. Can we... <laughs> can we drunk Jenga, Mrs. Bub? <laughs> if she's the first oh, to pass out? Drunk Jenga Bub, though. <laughs> 
I'm afraid Bub won't pay. <laughs> Viva, what's going on over there with the No more Bub. I don't know that I'm rocking out with his cock out. Timer's in a loop. You can jam out with your clam out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you two. Bye. Bye. That's cool that Mrs. Bub's going to come out. Yeah. I like Mrs. Bub. I didn't know about Bub's that clam out thing. That's neat to me. <laughs> yeah, jam out. I'm learning a lot here. Clam out. Yeah. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> that's fantastic. I'll be using that. All right, Beavis, you ready? <sighs> yes. Right. She still hasn't drank that thing yet? She has. I've been waiting. Oh, she got it right to the, the perfect temperature, too. Don't right, wait hang for on. Us. I'm going to time you, so give me uh, five seconds here. Wait a minute. The thing. Uh, open it. It's a little power button on the top. Power. Top. Oh. There you go. Uh, the one that says, the one that says power. <laughs> power. And that's on the top. Sorry, I went to a public school. <laughs> I didn't. And you want to video it? figure it out. All right, homeschool. Uh, Private. Get ready. Get set. Roll. And chug. All right, Bevo is now chugging. Uh, she's spilling down her cleavage, which is fantastic. Uh, you, you'll get the photos yeah, later. Their necklace. Yeah, <laughs> Sam. Uh, San, uh, Sam, clean up on aisle breast. <laughs> and uh, half the beer has gone down, and she's had to take a a, moment, a momentary pause. Isn't that uh, clean up on aisle D. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's clean up on aisle maybe large C. <laughs> but Sam does. Brain freeze. Sam doesn't know either way. Beer's too cold. <laughs> Sam can't. <laughs> All right, it's like hockey. There's three periods. Okay. Go ahead. Sam is clean up on aisle. I'm already finished. And All the way, it's All uh, the way. it only took three chugs, and now it's done. And uh, three chugs in about uh, fifty seconds, forty-five not maybe. Bad. Uh, not bad at all. For a six percent beer. All right, now we do the video with the other chug. Ready? Yeah, the second chug will have to be video. We'll give you a break in oh, between. I'm not taking another chug. That was it, huh? All right, you want to do the breathalyzer? Don't be such a quitter. Give me like two minutes. Uh oh, are you gonna uke? Possibly. Can we get a can we get a bucket? bucket? Sam, yeah, get Sam, up, get, get a, a bucket, bucket, Sam. Come on, get a big uh, big bowl of bucket. There's a bucket. Something. Get a bucket, Sam. Not in the urinal. That's our beer dispenser. Oh, trash can. She's having to take. The, she's doing the deep breaths. And uh, JP is. I don't want you throwing up. I drink the trash can. Yeah, the trash can has holes it's in it, It's a mesh trash can. Jesus. That's a colander, Sam. It Sam, that's a colander. <laughs> you are such an asshole, Sam. You are an idiot. <laughs> you hate that kid. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to marry you so bad. You're trying to steal drunk of the week I'll from her. show you. And now he's brought her a tiny little a little soup eight-quart pod. soup pan. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a good start. Is it going to ha- Is it going to stay down, Beavis? Well, don't put it right next to you. Uh, she doesn't know still. She's thinking about Uh-oh. it. <laughs> She's got the brain freeze going. Do the breathalyzer. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put it in front of you because that will make you think about it even more. She's got serious face on, too. Yeah, I thought you were a pro at this thing. Shut it. <laughs> you can hear it in her voice. She's got that it's halfway up the, the esophagus bile, voice. The bile is knocking going, Hello, we want to get out, please. Uh... JP, make sure that the, if this happens, that the microphone is okay. close. I'm good. You're fine. Yeah, that was it. I just needed to make. It so just needed to all settle. Like <laughs> I'm good. So you chugged it in 50, yeah, but it took you like four minutes to call. swallow. Oh, please. Like, you like. You right. Swallow. Hey, Zymer, just what's happening? Hey, I was just letting you guys know that I am resigning the BN Army and I'm going to join the BN Navy because I got a pocket full of loose change for you, bitches. I don't. I don't get it. Oh, well, I listen to your radio show even though you don't. Oh, I still don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, well, that's because you're too busy licking the windows of the short bus. That's true. All right. So Zymer just, just calls to like say, dole out random insults. Thank you for the call, Zymer just. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, kind of on. Like, I don't know what, yeah. what that was. I'm not going to be in the BN Army. I'm going to, I'm going to be in the BN KP duty because I have shoes that I tie left over right in my laces. Oh, all right. Great. Who's on the line there, Beavis? It's, Am I on? You're on. Who's on the line? Kevin. He thinks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Captain. Just snort. Yeah. I snort. Oh God. Oh boy. Thanks, Sam. I need some earplugs. Sam, you're a lucky man. <laughs> you did just snort. I don't know. Oh, Kevin, the thing. I think he thinks that I deserve Duncan's week. Like hey, Charlotte's Web over here. Kevin, what's happening, brother? Not much. What's going on, Justin? We're having a good he time. Where are you calling nice. from? <laughs> I'm calling from Pittsburgh. All right. I'm, I was born in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's Pennsylvania. Are you serious? I also I have teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yay! I can breathe without really My thinking is either. I'm from McKeesport, but I was born in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes, I am serious. I oh, fit on an port. airplane. What's that? <laughs> You're from McKeesport. I'm McKeesport. I'm from I McKeesport. have hair, too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> My family is from McKeesport, but I was born in Pittsburgh, yes. I Very also cool. have seen penises. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me chug in a P-A. A P-A? I, I, pale ale? Production yes. assistant. Man, I'm drunk. <laughs> All right. Well, Kevin, what's the word, my friend? Thunderbird. Not much. I was just calling in to say this is the first time I've gotten to listen to you guys live. Okay. And I was planning... I was brewing all day, planning on calling in to be drunk of the week, and then Bevo went and just blew it out of the water for me. Yeah, she's annihilated. I think anybody, there's nobody has a chance. <laughs> there's no way, no way at all. Yeah, she went for the juggler there. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's only going to get better. You never know. We have dry spells with the drunk of the week where nothing yeah. happens. Anybody could win, and then uh, occasionally there's a ringer. Yeah. yeah, I think I think she definitely got it this week. Thank you. He keeps going like this. Yeah. I told him like two weeks ago, I'm going for I like how it's like, oh, thank you. That's a really nice thing to say that I'm drunk of the week. I am. <laughs> you Shut earned up. it. I also have skin on my face. She <laughs> <laughs> snorted again. She just snorted again. <laughs> you have two ears too? Oh my God. Uh. My homeschool teacher had two ears too. <laughs> homeschool doesn't have teachers <laughs> Mom. Yeah, that's the joke, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Kevin, thanks, my brother. Can thanks, I have man. Some water? Yeah. <laughs> that's not water. Yes, that's it is. Yes, yes, it is. It's water. Amber water. Yeah. Listen Wait, to Doc. Sam, seriously, water? It's mostly water. Yeah, give me some water. Don't put it in a colander. <laughs> it was here a minute ago. Where'd it go? <laughs> Guy's such an ass. <laughs> he just wanted to strain out the chunky bits. <laughs> Save him later for hobo stew. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> it has been before. We Stay have oxygen in California. <laughs> you walk places? My fingernails grow too! It just hurts. I also have a chest. 
<laughs> sound like Emo Phillips now. Oh, man. Yeah, you're going to need to blow into the breathalyzer now. We're going to need a final reading. Okay. It's in Sam's pants, oh but don't worry gosh. about it. It's legit. What happened to me? <laughs> I'm so re- I'll tell you embarrassed. Just keep blowing until the little timer goes off. Maybe you ought to just uh, poke it out your zipper, Sam, and have her blow into the breathalyzer that way. So she's more comfortable. Why does it say .17? Wasn't it .19 earlier? Yeah, but uh, you just had a little glass of water to clean it yeah. out. You shouldn't... And you're lightweight. Yeah, one seven's not bad. You're doing just fine. Chug the other one. I wish we had Officer X here today to... Uh, if yeah. I had... Uh, in hindsight, I should have invited him to the program to... Uh, I feel like I'm going to barf. To give That's Bevo sobriety. Right. No oh, yeah, do you think definitely you, sobriety test. Do you think you automatically fail the field sobriety test if you puke on the officer? <laughs> On his shoes or pull on his shirt. Bevo, you just spit all over my mixing board. I'm sorry. <laughs> I also have spit. My mouth produces saliva. It's because you made me chug the I, the the pale ale. It's not an IPA. It's just pale ale. So, <laughs> so give her another word to say. Who are you trying to convince oh my there, God. Tiger? Okay. <clears throat> Ready? I'm fine. I'm fine. Say another word. Say <laughs> preliminary. Preliminary. Say specificity. I can't. <laughs> you got to try. Specificity. Very Spec- good. Wait. No, you did it. Specificity. Okay. Anti-constitutionalistically. Ants. 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 We need a big ant sound. Anti. Wait. <clears throat> Anti-constitution. <laughs> Very good. Use it in a sentence. Anti-constitution. Anti-constitutionalistically. Is that right? Now no. hit the pole. <laughs> now hit the pole. <laughs> Doc? She's my cherry pie. <laughs> Doc, th- you know, like uh, like uh, old people, they're, they're, they're like joints hurt when it starts raining. Yeah. Constitutionalistically. Yes. Yes, <laughs> Is that right? Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm okay, now so I, I don't know why I kind of blocked this terrible. whole thing out. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to the chat room. Is it going to be saying or anything, anything else? Important? No, it's the chat room. Vivo is going to barf. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Remember that back. scene? Shut up, bub. Remember that scene in Stand by Me when they ate all the cherry, the, the pies, and had the pie eating contest? No, I only, the only scene I remember from Stand by Me was when the fat kid almost got run over by the train. No, oh, you don't remember the puking contest? Oh, I was only the train. Or the guy who had the leech on his. But I have seen that movie. I just blocked the rest of it out. Bird. I kind of, I'm not. I'm be honest. I really feel like I'm gonna barf. No barfing. The beer will settle you down. You're trying to give me. Beer instead of water. I kind of just like letting her ramble on. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to say anything. Drunk Bebo She's show. having her own show over yeah. there. I love you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, she's there now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Once you say that, I'm gonna there. take a break before the show ends because I gotta pee like nobody's business. No. You know, I never really told you guys how much I love you. <laughs> Joke on me. Sing it, Beavis. <laughs> Sam brings her a little tiny slice of salami and half a cube of cheese. Oh, there's a cracker. The great provider. I'm not eating carbs. <laughs> Come on, Sam. You trying to slim down for the wedding? Jam that salami to. down it's her throat. I actually, before today, you do have I had a big lost ass. eight pounds. Really? 
Mm-hmm. But then I ate as much carbs at lunch, so now I'm just she eating. She put it back on? No. Sam, I'm you know she's. <laughs> Sam, you know Bevo's going to blow up like a whale like a year no, into I'm it, not. right? The yeast bomb. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've been with him for four years. If I haven't blown up yet, I'm not going to blow up after marriage. Well, because there's not a there's not I'm a, way there's too not a hot ring to be a fatty. <laughs> You guys want to wager on how long it takes Bevo to blow up? That's yeah. mean. But how much? 50, Justin, that's just 50 me pounds. Cry. That's mean. Really? Mm-hmm. Like 50 pounds? I'm going to be hot for a good while. You think so? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. And then, well, what, about, what about after you have your first kid? Are you going to bounce back? You think you'll be like I a bounce back mom? I don't exactly the same. Sam, time off right now. Similar. Yeah? yeah. Similar. My, sem- my stomach might not be the same, but the rest of me will be equal. Mm-hmm. Equivalent. You mean you'll I'll have put that. effort into it. And I'm not having kids for a while. Dog. <laughs> alcohol is not a part of having children. I like the alcohol, so. Doesn't Sam want to have like 13 kids? Sam's retarded. <laughs> but doesn't he want to have like 13 retarded I'm kids? maybe two. And it's not going to be until I'm at least 28. And I'm only 24 right now. That's not what I asked. Four years to you is a long while. It is. Wow. Sammy, how many kids do you want? He's only allowed it's to some, have two. It's I'm some ridiculous here. number, I thought. Who's on the birth Seriously. control? Uh, Beverly. It's, it's it's 13, but I do want retarded okay, if kids. Sam was if, to have, if they're normal, I'm aborting no, 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 no. them. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do when the if first... If Sam was to have 13 kids, Sam needs to get a job. What are you going to do when the first baby that comes out is black? have 13 kids, he's not going to have time for black. a job. If I can afford a pizza from uh, you one of those $5 pizzas from... Dominoes or whatever, they can feed a family, right? You are such a jerk. <laughs> you should see Bevo. Your big box of Bevo Cheerios, just got the uh, the disgusted Justin look on her face that I get from oh. people's lives. She just got that about you Sam. Recognize is she her? crying? <laughs> what is? She I think she's crying. I'm not. No, she's uh, a clamp. I'm gonna cancel the wedding. That dick. Are you about to uke? I don't yeah. think. I don't think the salami. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you do that somewhere. Well, <laughs> so you threw it on my shark's wallet. You just throwing salami shark. around. <laughs> so yeah, so Sam. Do I want jerk of the week or not? Like, let's let's no. not yet. Jerk of the week. Drunk. Oh. Oh yeah, you won it a long time ago. It's just no fun to declare yeah. it back then. And uh, you're definitely in the running for drunk of the year. I mean, people are going to have to do some work to beat this. I'll tell you that right I now. I want to do the dressel the the, <laughs> the dressalizer. <laughs> I hope I'm entertaining because I really am not like this. I'm a nice girl. I'm going to do the breastalizer. <laughs> JP, set this up for me. You I just can't. threw salami at me. I'm going to do shit for you. <laughs> I didn't throw it at you. I just threw it away from me. Just in your general direction. That's all. Zymergist is on the line. I'm Zymergist. I'm going to give you one more. <laughs> I'm going to give you one more chance and uh, see how this goes. I might have to ban you from the airwaves. I'm sorry to the chat room because I haven't been paying attention to you at all. Questions, no words, nothing, man. It's like uh, uh, you ask everybody else words, but you don't say shit to me. Hey, Zymie, what's happening? Uh, I just wanted to know how come everybody else gets all these wonderful miscombobulation words to, you know, reperpetuate, you know, the verbal species, but you don't ask me anything. The you just verbal kind of species. species. I don't like, like it when you recombobulize <laughs> my authoritative tendency. <laughs> blow. Yeah, well, you could buy up my crank. How about anti-constitutionalistically? Anti-constitutionalistically. You see, it's no fun if you're yeah. good at it. You see what I mean? Well, I can't help it. You know, this is the way I got through college. I understand, but that doesn't make <laughs> it fun for the rest of us. 
I was the only person that was drunk when I went through school. I don't remember anything about school except I got six college degrees. Bevo just blew a point one eight. I'm at point four four. She's got ways to catch up. Uh, Let it get you a woman. She'll see. I only weigh like 130 pounds. <clears throat> really? Really? That's more than Sam. That's post not eating carbs for like a month. <laughs> I'm like 119. <laughs> Sam, shut up. What? Don't talk in the studio. <laughs> I ate carbs for lunch today to help me, but it didn't really help me. <laughs> Vivo just passed out on the microphone. Yeah. The microphone is not a headrest. <laughs> here, I see I your problem. Get no. rid of this water and drink this beer right here. I honestly, like, I want to apologize to the chat room because I haven't really talked to you guys, and I love you guys, but I'm sorry. Hey, I let's, can't see the computer screen anymore. Let's turn Zymer just back up, see if he just kept on talking. Okay. I'm not saying a damn thing. I'm waiting for you guys to shut up. <laughs> I'm just sitting here skinning my 12-year-old and just wondering what's happening. Well, hey, I thought I figured out. Like, by skinning your 12-year-old, do you have, like, a 12-year-old child? Or you, what do you mean? He's still talking. <laughs> ask him again, Bevo. I don't think he heard you. Oh, please ask me, Bevo. Do you mean your kid? <laughs> you want me to have your child? No. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I you said it. skinny your 12-year-old. What do you mean by your 12-year-old? No, 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 no. Medtech. I was wearing Medtech skin suit. <laughs> I have to pee. Hold Both on of you. Uh, we're going to go anyway. Leave us hanging attention. In. We're leaving right now. Oh, Stick around no. and say your goodbyes to everybody. <laughs> There's a pot down there. Pee in it. Did I win? <laughs> you won. Sweet. Now you can go be angry and beat up on Sam. <laughs> Sweet. I think you did good work tonight, Bevo. Thank you. Yeah, you were the bestest. A fine co-host, and you oh, were one of the bestest. Me. Hold, please. Well, let, me, let me just take it on the air. So you don't have to answer. Oh, she likes her job. <laughs> no, I would prefer to talk to people. Hi, I'm also on a telephone. <laughs> you mean air can go through my vocal cords too and reverberate, and make sound. You have to turn yourself on, Beavis. <laughs> yeah, get used to a life with Sam turning yourself on every night. <laughs> I think I'm He's on speakerphone. speakerphone. Take him on to press the red light. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we talking to? It, I'm not it's even going to finish. Motor. John Foster. <laughs> Motown, what's happening, brother? It's, it's notorious. It's a celebration of my birthday, and I'm here upstairs in the loft 21A. Of course, Mr. O'Sullivan is out in the... <laughs> I think they're drunk of the week. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, Motown has like a two-day birthday celebration every year for his birthday. Didn't you guys... Didn't you go uh, like uh, uh, bar hopping today, like on a whole tour? So to uh, Gordon and then we went to the party tap room, then we went up to Belmont to the beautiful Marvin Gardens, which was closed, so we went to Venezuela's. I feel like I'm ordering at Wendy's. Do you? In, Are yeah. you on the air right now? Or are we just chatting. Yeah. No, I, I think that's how Motor feels all the time. We're on the air, but your your phone's cutting out, dude. I'm sorry, there's there's lead in the walls at 21. And Bevo just dropped her microphone in her lap. Man, you guys run a tight show there. <laughs> yeah, we yes. really do. <laughs> yeah, they're pros, believe me. Motown, happy birthday, my friend. Very much. Can you blow up my one eight? I would like to give you drunk of the week, but Bevo is hammered. She chugged an IPA and she just blew a point one eight. Happy birthday to you. I'm sorry. Oh, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry if she keeps saying it's beautiful. <laughs> Would you like? Honestly, I have a nice voice. This is really not doing will, me any justice. Will you do your best uh, Marilyn Monroe for Motor, please? Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Are you singing from your diaphragm? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm singing from my drunkenness. Sing from your diaphragm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Is it motor? I am, I am sporting wood right now. Is it motor? <laughs> it is motor. Happy birthday, dear motor. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, there you go, Motor. Your own happy birthday, Marilyn. <laughs> All right, you're cutting out too much, brother. I'm going to have to cut I don't out because I can't hear saying, you. But happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, man. See you, Motown. Bye. Nice singing there, Bevo. Really nice. Thank you. I do have a nice voice. You do, yes. That was nice. I did compete in high school. Uh, you must have done really well. Was Thank really you. I, I was all right. Motown's going to go rub one out right now. So I'm happy Let's go find a karaoke night. we got to get her. Uh, yeah. I think I do well. Exactly. Right now? I'm, I have a feeling there's listeners everywhere She's that are going good to rub right one out. All right. She's doing her last blow of the evening, everybody. Oh, everybody. my turn yet. Hands behind your head. Point one eight. Holding steady at point one eight. Uh, you think you're going to keep drinking after the show, or is oh, that it for you? for show. <laughs> for show, because you're not working tomorrow. Not at all. So you're not doing a lot tomorrow, I'll bet. I'm going to probably be <laughs> yeah. throwing up a lot tomorrow. <laughs> and tonight. Doc and I are brewing tomorrow, though. Yes, we are. Dortmunder Export. Yes. It's going to be fun. Basically, I will be Doc's bitch all day. Yep. Do this, do that. Doc's anal, too. He's like, uh, no, no, don't do it like that. Do it this way. <laughs> Jesus, Doc, it's the same thing. No, do it this way. <laughs> it's got to run a tight ship. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. The end. Can I do Oxy with you all day as we do it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll end up falling into the kettle. Someone to fish him out. <laughs> hey, hey, Parker, come get Justin out of the kettle. Get That's your... the best beer ever. How'd you do it? Uh, I can't give away those secrets. <laughs> That's right. That's the last recipe I'm giving out. I got the program now. Are we going to talk about the beer uh, next week, or is it all going to be a top secret uh, operation? Uh, we're not here next week, so we can talk about it all you want. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, we are here next week. I'm not. You're not? I don't think so. I thought it was the week after you're gone. No, I think it's next week. Let me look here. Yeah, it's next week. Oh, what's today? Oh, shit, it is next week, isn't sure. it? Oh, I guess we won't be talking about it then. We're brewing beer for your wedding, Beavis. We're brewing the um, the Hellas-style beer for you. This damn Hellas-ish. mute button, damn it. I know, I'm super excited about it. The one that Tasty brewed tonight, he said he's brewing from the... He's brewing for the wedding. Yeah. Ooh, nice. I can't talk. You got a gonna, lot of good beer there. I'm really excited about it. I can't be this drunk for the wedding, though, Tasty. You, you can't know let me have this much alcohol. I bet if you asked real nicely, Jamil would uh, oh. also send down some beer. But then I should invite him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He would understand. No, no. You guys aren't friends or anything. It's only like a one person. Please. There's like 250 people. One person's not going to break me. Oh, so, you, so you'll invite him then? I'll invite him. I don't know him, we but I'll invite him. We will have a partay him. if it's all of us and you. I'm not sending him an invitation, though. Did you, like, you didn't send me one. You. Did you? Yes, I did. Did I get it? No. You ask your wife. Karen probably threw it away. <laughs> nah. I she probably was like, oh, these are those people. I haven't seen it. Ask her. Okay. Because if you didn't get it, then I sent it to the wrong address. But you need to be there. Do they have you mail in Moraga? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's the postal <laughs> route. Yeah. 
Seriously, far out there, if, you no guy gets the, lost if you didn't get it, I'm sorry. Okay. But I, I swear I sent it to you. Hmm. Which pisses me off because that's $2 in postage. Damn it. How that's, big is that? That's Sam's entire week's salary. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, you guys got to go, Doc. You're invited. And your your kids are totally allowed. Oh, I get to bring my kids. You're you're one of the few couples I'm allowing kids. Oh, cool. And your kids are cool. They'll actually. There's be only fun. like three couples no, I'm allowing. Not... Like it was like talk blank and kids yeah. <laughs> and family or doc so and so so and so and family. Yeah, my kids aren't wild crazy. No, they are, but in a good way. Honestly, it's just I didn't want to feed you. I didn't that's want to all, feed that's certain it, people. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, you got to bring it's the fellas. Re- what about the goats? Catering? No, the goats. No. Why not the goats? Sam wants the goats. The catering is so expensive. It was like four thousand dollars for catering. Don't you need a ring bearer? <laughs> I from the back of the goat. Do you, I'm not having a ring bearer. I thought I, can't I thought the biscuit was going to be a ring I bearer. The Honestly, was. you never got back to me, and the biscuit being my ring bearer just doesn't work for me. I'll totally give her a bath. And that's not the point. The reception, she's, she's not she's not allowed in the building, so she'd have to go to some. She'd have to be driven back to somebody's house, and she'd just be angry. Hmm. I don't want to leave the biscuit alone, so she just. Well, she's going to be alone all night, then. Isn't I know she should just stay home in her own house rather than being forced to be a ring bearer. All right, but you're going to have to tell her. I'm not telling her. Whatever. Right. I'm super. Why are you making me talk? <laughs> Do I really have to answer I, that I must question? be tired of talking about the wedding by Can now. we, like, end this show? Because i got to pee like nobody's oh. business. Yeah, but now i got to take Ted's phone call because you answered the phone. I did. Hey, Ted. Ted was nice, though. Ted, yes, what's, hello? what's happening, brother? Not much. Uh, this is Beverly's father. Uh-huh. Go no, ahead, please, not. Beverly's father. Um. Yeah, I just I wanted to say, uh, Beverly, you are in big trouble, young lady. Do you understand me? <laughs> First, First of all, my into, father's name is Michael. You got your mother's rye whiskey, you got into her rubbing alcohol, which you know she needs, <laughs> and then now with this. I, I'm, the wedding is off. I see a spanking in Beverly's future. Oh, you, let me tell you, Mr. Cross, you have no idea the amount of time in the past five years I have had to put her over my knee to instill a sense of discipline. Honestly, that makes me feel really uncomfortable because I don't have a relationship with my father. I know, and that's what I'm really reaching out here for is a relationship. But after hearing you on the show... I'm I'm disgusted. Uh, we <laughs> tried our best. You've disgusted to your father. You oh, okay with that. And you won't even um, you won't even act like a proper lady. <laughs> she has nothing to say. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is, uh, is I think we should on my father, Mr. Beverly. Are are you? Is the host Mr. there? Hello, Mr. Barry. Is he not uh, giving you away then? No, he's not. He won't be giving you away. My brother is giving me away, sir. She, you're, yes. not, you're not even allowed to give her away. I know. The, 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 look, her mother and I have talked about this and talked about this, and I've tried to let her convince Beverly to let me in. Um, in the and building? And you're sad. done. All right, Beverly wanted me to hang up on Dad, so I had to do it. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. Bye, Bye Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> uh, go, Dad. <laughs> All right. We're getting out of here. I don't know if there's a show next week or not. Uh, we'll have to wait for Shat to let me know what's happening. I do want to help you Aussies out. I do like it when you guys have the Monday off and you can hang out and listen live. Don't listen to me. I'm sorry. <sighs> See what I could do. You still got hoodies in the... Uh... 
On sale? I do. And huh. in fact, uh, we're out of the double XLs, but they should be oh. in in a week or so. What did someone call that? The Midwest size? Okay, hold on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Midwest size. Yeah. I do have uh, larges and extra larges. I have t- the the t-shirts in double XLs and three XLs. I've got brown t-shirts on order. Bunch of stuff coming in in February. And once I get all this stuff and the hats in, I'm doing glassware next. Everyone's been asking me for glassware. So uh we're gonna do some uh no no not not glass pipes, oh. McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do think it would be pretty badass if there were BN Army glass pipes. <laughs> you say best selling item? <laughs> yeah, Hot bomb might be. You do know our army well, Tasty. Yes. What do we got? Buff on the phone? Hey yeah. Buff as long as you guys are trying to be Buff, yeah. again, it's fine. what's happening? Dude, just oh God, is he on a horse? What, is he Canadian? <laughs> yeah, who are we talking to? God, this is Buff, man. What's going on, Buff? Woohoo! Live from New Jersey. Oh. Hey, are you anywhere near uh, Cricket Hill Brewery? I am. I actually used to work there for a couple weeks, man. What's up with that dude? Uh, he's kind of crazy, man. <laughs> he is kind of crazy. Yeah, that kind of comes through there. Wait, yeah. <laughs> are you guys talking to him tonight? Uh, no, we played the clip uh, that he has on YouTube where he's like screaming about Coors Light. Uh, he's Yeah, he's a crazy son of a bitch, man. You should check that out. <laughs> are you going for Drunk of the Week from New Jersey? I, I would like to. Yeah, I don't think I, anyone's going to take Bevo off her throne tonight, man. Oh, nah. uh, but... Uh, well, Bevo on the throne is kind of a thing in itself, isn't it? That's true. You want to try some words with us? Uh, sure, what? We should have a face-off. Can you say anti-constitutionalistically? Anti-constitutionally? All right. Sexually? Okay. Can you say transubstantiate? Uh. Transubstantiate? Was that JP who just burped? Yes, it was. We could yeah, tell you. That was actually Doc. No, it was not. Done. And can you say specificity? No. It's never done. Can I say what? Specificity. No, I cannot, man. <laughs> uh, he's giving you a run for your money, Bevo, but I'm telling you. Give me give me another run. A run. <laughs> Do we have yeah, any other on, words? Bevo, man. I just, I finally cut off to the archives on, and let's I saw go. you dance on my pole. It was pretty sweet, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, if I lose, it's okay. Man. If he's more deserving, then he's more deserving. Uh, okay, can you say, Bevo... Preliminary. You can't what? even say Bevo it. Preliminary? I, I added a letter to it just, just to you change said it up. Pre- oh. That's okay, man. Preliminary. That's what you said. All right, so you can say that. Now, can you say preliminary? Preliminary. Proliferation. Proliferation. <laughs> can you say perforation? Say pro. Perfor- Doc, give us a medical term. So there's got to be some like. Uh, how about a beard term? Uh, how hypothalamus? There's got to be some, uh, or, some like oral infection or something that's uh, got a great some, uh, beer thing. Herpes. I what think happens is what to you're thinking <laughs> about? Yeah. yeah. Auto, 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 Amelioblastoma. There, there we go. What the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> Bevo, try it. E- Amelioblastoma. Amelioblastoma. Estevez. Shit. Alright, let's Emilio. give it to the caller. Uh Buff, can you say Emilio Bastoma? You can't even say it. Yeah. Emilio Bascomas. No, I can't say it either. <laughs> what no, is Emilio it again, Doc? Emilio Blastoma. I think Blastoma. I grew up next to an Emilio Bascomas. <laughs> His dad owned no, a little Italian restaurant. Because I was watching the Giants play the football game tonight. And I had it on TiVo, so I was like a half hour behind. Don't say who won. 
We got it on TiVo too. In case, in case other people are listening. But I was behind, if you know what I mean. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Oh God, I'm. This sucks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm glad that I'm glad that Buff realized it at the same time. The rest of you. I want to be like the dude who puked a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? I still can't say constant. All right, the two, both of you are annoying me now. Okay, between sorry. the both of you, oh, I told you to be annoying. Uh, all right, Buff. Thanks, my brother. Nice second, though. Uh, I gotta give it to. Beer, man. I gotta give it to Bevo. She's still drunk of the week, my friend. Hey, Buff, if you just well, keep drinking, well, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, keep drinking from now to next week, and you could easily win. I have right, taken I'm pictures. I'm gonna call him again. Uh, and I'm sorry that I suck. <laughs> you didn't suck. It was a great call. Thanks, my brother. Yeah, Give him a good awesome. second. Later. It's a good one, right? Keep it up, man. All right. Cheers. Post. <laughs> just kind of want to keep Mon yelling in the back. That's where you go. I like you. It's mainly because of my helmet and my window licking, but still. I love turtles. Yeah, but if she locked me in the room, so I just thought I'd be quiet. Hey, Sean, you want to talk to the guys? <laughs> now it's getting good. Come on, seriously, you want to talk to her? She's just winging beer bottles at him. Yeah. Uh, you're not getting any tonight, dude. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I don't even care. I take it. Who cares? Like every other day, man. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. Who is that? Gosh, I'm, a, I'm a fucking card. <laughs> All right, Buff. Cheers, my friend. Hey, Later. Hey, Later, brother. Hey, keep up with the BNI. We and will. Tell Boob that his boobs are bigger than mine. Okay. You just did, pal. Yes. Okay, everybody. That was, uh, don't even know what just happened in the last hour. Yeah, let's should've, leave. Should have ended a long time ago. It's okay. It's entertaining. What do you think? Yeah. Two parter or a one parter? One parter. Yeah? Yeah. yeah definitely one parter. Didn't get crazy or anything. It just, it just was kind of boring. Honestly, yeah. like the, the second, the second half just goes downhill and it's super boring and it's just drunk. It's boring and drunk. What? Yeah, your eyes. Boring. Don't tell me to talk more. I have nothing to say because I really need to pee. <laughs> Just think of a waterfall. Really, really need to pee. <laughs> when? Tsunami. Now? Yeah. I'll chug another beer. Have another beer. Shh. No, don't make me talk. I mean, don't make me talk. I'm fine. JP, stop. You should play some fun music. The music that you don't play, quote unquote, don't play. You should play some of that, and then we should end. I gotta pee. Like, really, gotta pee. End the show! <laughs> oh my god, I don't have anything to say, and he's making me talk. How is everybody in the chat room? I'm not paying attention to you, and I'm really sorry, and I love you guys, and you've been totally awesome to me, and totally welcoming, and I have totally, I've really been ignoring you, and I'm sorry. I hope you all have had a really good time tonight. And if you have anything to say, you should start asking your questions now because Justin is ignoring me when I'm saying end the show and I'm sorry and I'm totally the drunk whore tonight. Say good night, everyone. We'll see you next week. Woohoo! Maybe. Bye! Give me a wheat beer on a half of a day. A bar goes to me when the skies are gray. I'll take a belt and brew in a town and the women's things and lambic fun. But don't you give me that American crude.
Just out, yeah, you know what I am talking about. 